0: Hi everyone. Hello. Welcome to A, a podcast, podcast Will Save, save This relationship. relationship. I'm Josh, he him. I'm Sarah, she her. And thank you for letting me go first. You're we didn't talk welcome. about who was going to go we first. Did not. And so it you rightfully assumed I go first.
2: <laughs> no, I gave it to
0: you. Yeah. So what happens on today's episode, Sarah? <laughs> I apologize. You apologize for uh saying a slur in my past.
2: Yeah. In a previous episode of the podcast. Yeah. Which we've taken down the episode and we've put um uh it, it was the ch slur against the Asian community. Um and so we've taken down the episode. We've put uh Stop API Hate organizations in the description and I'm also going to donate $150 to that organization. Um, I go more into it in the podcast. I'm not going to do the whole apology again. over yeah, again, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I I basically apologize, and I'm just like, I don't know. We we go more into it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we have a conversation about the culture around apologies too, and like yeah. how fake some people are about it. You know,
2: well, and white privilege and ignorance. And, yeah. You know, I did it because I was <laughs> being edgy,
0: oh, and yeah, I thought
2: I saying slurs were funny, and it's not fucking funny. It's just fucking racist. And yeah yeah anyway it was more later and yeah. then we
0: do a wolf story <laughs> jesus yeah we do the, we do yeah. we've did our wolf story we talked about the rehearsal of nathan fielder yeah and then we had some reddit stories both mm-hmm. about europeans yeah isn't that weird yeah and then listener stories that are um good first steps to getting therapy <laughs>
2: Yeah, high key, yeah. Yeah,
0: some uh yeah. A lot
2: of bad parents, a lot of bad friends, a lot of bad coworkers. Yeah. (sighs) Therapy needs to be cheaper. Therapy needs to be fucking
0: free. We need to figure out how to pay therapy. Free Medicare for all. Yeah. 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 Timestamps in the description.
2: If people are gonna be out here causing harm, (laughs) therapy needs to be free. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
0: But yeah, timestamps in the description. Enjoy the show. Yes. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and rate us five stars, son. On everything.
2: We have to say that con- contractually.
0: Yeah, I have, I have a contract. There's a big anvil yeah. over my head if I don't say it. Anyway, get drop. ready for a significant tone shift. Yes. Enjoy the show. Thank you for watching. Thank you very much. I don't know how to transition into this.
2: If we don't, if yeah. We don't,
3: yeah. All right, yeah.
2: Yeah, we don't. Um, I'm just taking a few moments to start. Um, a couple of days ago somebody DM'd us about a early episode of the podcast called Furries Have Political Opinions Too, in which a rant sona uh argument furry YouTuber uh was making incredibly fascist arguments and we brought that person up so that we could make fun of them. And in that response, I said a slur against Asian American or the Asian community, um, the CH word. And I want to publicly apologize because (laughs) when I got that DM, I thought like, I could, I didn't say that. Are you kidding me? I had that initial reaction. And then I went to go listen to the episode because I was like, are you sure? And I listened to it and yeah, my voice saying a slur into a microphone that got put on the internet uh for everyone to hear. And it really deeply bothered me. Which I mean, you know, boo hoo, Sarah, you're the one that went and said the slur.
0: But it bothered you in the sense that like it was out there causing harm
2: well that i said it that i ever thought it was okay to say and um i don't know i want to publicly apologize because i had the audacity to say it publicly so i want to apologize to the asian community and to anyone that listened to that episode and heard me say that word because it's awful (laughs) i i used to be very insecure about um, being funny and I thought being edgy was funny and I thought a good way to get laughs was to say slurs. You know, if you say slurs, it's so shocking that you could get a cheap laugh. And I thought that that slur was not as bad as other slurs like the n-word or something so essentially i thought i knew it was bad it was three years ago so it was uh uh 2019. 2019 i was 21 22 so it wasn't even that long ago i wasn't too young i wasn't like 12 years old even then that would still be fucking racist yeah it was just something that i knew that it was bad i knew that It was shocking enough to get a laugh, and I thought that I could get away with it, which to me is so gross and terrible and racist and something that to me is just like so representative of white supremacy. I don't know and that's it's I'm deeply embarrassed and ashamed we've taken the episode down
0: yeah the second that we heard about it and that message came up I looked into it and took it down like
2: yeah because we don't want anyone to hear that and feel hurt and the the lovely person that brought it up was like I'm so disappointed and that was the first I think this is the first time where I've been like oh my god, I'm so sorry, I've disappointed somebody who views the podcast as, you know, a fun space for them, and now they have this, like, stain on the podcast, and when we started, we didn't think anyone was listening, which is not an excuse, none of this is an excuse,
0: oh no, yeah, this is
2: just, like, an explanation of what was going through my idiot head, ignorant white privileged head at the time
0: oh and also uh, to the extent in my head too because i didn't push back on it i didn't it went up and i was yeah it the wasn't one that pushed, pushed the button you know
2: edited out like so it must have been like we both thought it was okay to put that on the internet um which it's not and it was never it's never funny to say slurs it never was not even in 2019 it's always racist It's always just racist. And I mean, I've said it before on this podcast too. I've said racist things. I've been racist because I'm a white person growing up in the South. the American South. It's I've heard many, many people say many racist things and from a young age and thought that it was okay. And that doesn't make this okay. It doesn't make this behavior okay. It doesn't make their behavior okay. It was shocking, mostly because I forgot about it. Like I said it and then I moved on and I forgot about it to the point now where I believe I'm anti-racist. I believe that I'm doing, you know, leftist progressive things and promoting leftist progressive ideas. And somebody can fucking message me and say, hey, you said a slur only three years ago when you were an adult and I can go back and listen to it and not even really feel shocked that I said that. So I want to take full accountability. I want to apologize. And I, I'm just, I'm so fucking sorry. Um, we're going to put in the description, stop API hate, stop Asian hate organizations uh under blm which we already have in the description and i'm gonna donate 150 to that organization (sighs) and yeah i just want to say like real quick before we get into the rest of the podcast which i mean the tone is gonna completely change so uh,
0: yeah i'm
2: (laughs) sorry i don't know how to go from this to that goofy
0: fun time safe space you know without there
2: being a harsh tone shift um the podcast is gonna go on like normal I just wanted to be honest with our audience. I wanted to hold myself accountable. And, um, like that's like the
0: like bare minimum of what we can do, you e- know, like
2: Yeah, because like I really thought like, do I have to you know, I had the white supremacist, white privileged feeling of, do I have to um, acknowledge this? Do I have to make a response? Do I have to apologize for it? Do I really have to? Which is childish. That's a childish feeling. The feeling of, of like, maybe if I don't fess up, I won't get in trouble. Yeah. And um, that's, that's childish. That's a childish feeling. A- an adult owns up to their mistakes. That was not just a mistake because not everybody who's insecure about being funny gets on a podcast with a microphone and says a slur and then puts it online and forgets about it and thinks that it's okay. So obviously there's something deeper within me as well that I need to work through that I thought it was okay to put a slur on the internet (laughs) against any community. But specifically also the Asian community, which deals with um, the idea that racism against them is not as bad as racism against other races. And
3: uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just so fucking sorry. That's it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh
2: but then also like I I also want to thank the person that DM'd us because they were incredibly kind which was shocking to me cuz I expected somebody to be like you know completely angry and accusatory which they could have been and that would be fine because yeah. I was the one that committed the the crime and They were very like, they asked if I had Asian heritage and I was trying to reclaim a slur, which then put me in a position where I had to say, No, I'm just an asshole and I'm ignorant. And that was something that I had so much white privilege that I just thought I could say a slur and get away with it online. But then they were like, Wow, thank you for taking accountability. I thought you would get angry at me because that's how creators respond Which is to really
0: controversy fucked up like Yeah, just... I
2: thought like I feel like I'm doing just the bare minimum.
0: But it feels like the bar is on the floor with
2: it, Yeah, they like immediately uh accepted my apology and I don't know. I think in terms of an apology i think nobody um can accept an apology other than the people affected so the asian community you know i don't want people to be like i accept your apology and it's a bunch of of white people accepting my apology and we're just jerking each other off you know but yeah um and i also don't expect forgiveness because that's something that's so it it's so fucked up that i don't really expect anyone to forgive me and i'm okay with that i'm just i said it publicly i need to apologize publicly because i i don't want anyone to think that this isn't something that deeply bothers me and that this is something that could happen again because it's not going to happen again i'm never going to say that word ever again in real life or into a microphone and I'm just going to continue to work on myself and be a better person because, I don't know.
0: That's all you can do, you know. But I also
2: want to say that I deeply value our audience because uh, fucking thank you for holding me accountable. Because like I said, I forgot. That's something that was in me that I forgot I said. And somebody brought that up and I was able to go, wow, I thought that was okay to do three years ago. Nobody in my personal life would come to me and say, hey, remember when you said a slur three years ago? Shouldn't you uh, reflect internally? Just because I don't know. And so to have like a third party person hold me accountable, want me to be a better person is so invaluable to me. Like that's something that I really respect about the community that we've made is there's a emphasis on education. There's an emphasis on like, you know, if we don't know something we can say, Hey, if you know, put it, put it in the comments and 90% of the time there's going to be somebody and, yeah. and they're, they do it in a way that is respectful and nice. And you know, it's wonderful. I'm constantly learning from our own audience and from, the people that enjoy this podcast so it that's why it hurt me so deeply that I said something so heinous and that's why I'm never gonna say it again Hmm. I don't know the one thing I don't want to do is hurt people
0: and I think that's been a pretty core thing that this podcast turned into is not hurting people but helping people
2: yeah And I think definitely that wasn't a core thing when we started. We were just idiots
0: who had microphones and
2: who were dunking on people, on things. And that's not what this podcast has turned into, you know.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, somehow we've turned into a community where we try to help each other. And that's beautiful. But we do have to acknowledge our past in that when we got on here, we were just Two people saying things, and it didn't matter if what we said was racist or if what we said was problematic or toxic. we just said it because we were th- putting anything on the wall, you know,
0: yeah, and it feels like um it feels like we gave ourselves passes to say some hand of shit because at the end of the day, we both thought that we were
2: oh i'm not ra- like you and I said that in the clip too, like it, it, you brought up. That it was racist because I was saying a quote from the original person and I said that was a quote and then you said you don't want our audience to know that you're uh to know that you're racist or bad and I said well I've said the slur before on the podcast so I had said it multiple times too I'm not saying that that only happened one time um and then I said I don't care if you think that I'm racist and then I made a stupid joke about if you think I'm racist, I'll threaten you with a rake. <sighs> Which to me was like, I think I just pulled for words, like just any word, a rake. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, you know, threatening violence is funny. Saying slurs is funny because it's shocking. It's shocking uh, words to say to somebody And if you know who I am, that's my humor and you have to get along with it. And that's something that's just is it's. It's fucking racist and it's not even fucking funny.
0: it's the thing that we make fun of now is that edgy comic saying things.
2: Right. And I don't want to be a hypocrite because, you know, we do still do that. But we do that now with. Uh. A mentality of we're punching up.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: And I think it's hypocritical to punch up on comedians who are punching down when we used to punch down. You without know,
0: without acknowledging that we we've punched down in the past. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, is it's hypocritical to not acknowledge that we've done that too. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it is something that you like need to like grow out of
2: yeah but then i'm also like three years ago that to me feels like no like a blink of an eye you know
0: yeah i get that yeah i I understand that's how it feels real recent
2: yeah that's the thing i'm most embarrassed about is i had to learn not to say that slur it took me 21 years to learn not to say that slur?
3: That's embarrassing. It's shameful.
2: So yeah, I don't know. I just I want to apologize and I'm so freaking sorry. Um, And I also wanted to update, if somebody was like, that episode is gone, I don't know what the heck is going on. And, you know, I want to acknowledge that the organization is going to be put in the description. So that people know that, and they go to the description and actually look at that link as well. Yeah. Um, and just uh, apologize to the community too, because you deserve an apology
3: hmm.
2: from me. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, now let's go read some wolf stories or something, because <laughs> I don't know how to move on. From something so serious into the rest of the maybe fade out fade back in i guess yeah.
0: I, I don't know i don't want to i don't want to edit you know I don't, yeah i don't, I don't, don't want to make edit. you edit well, Like no i mean like i think an apology should probably not be too up. Yeah. yeah so i'm not gonna do a, a weird dramatic yeah fade to black like it's the fucking sopranos like right
2: yeah i don't know how to make this um I don't know how to present this. That's the difficulty. Like if it was just like I heard a person and they were talking and they said, hey, you really hurt me when you said that, I would be able to say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And then we would talk about it and we would get through it. But to put it into a video.
0: In audiovisual <laughs>
3: format. In an
2: audiovisual format. It's like 10 times harder because then I don't want to put anything that makes it seem like I'm like it's not all grayscale and you know yeah, yeah yeah i don't want it to seem inauthentic because it is authentic and that's the last thing i want to do is be authentic and have people think that i'm inauthentic but i don't think that is going to happen in terms of like other youtube apologies it's pretty obvious when they're <laughs> authentic versus when they're inauthentic <laughs> which now to me is crazy to think having been in this situation and seeing other people in their separate situations, just advice is to just, and to anyone too, because I know there are multiple people out there who've said racist things in there. That's a, there's numerous amounts of people who say racist things, maybe when they were in middle school or high school or something. And now are anti-racist, you know, With the rise of fascism and all this Mm. terrible shit going on now, Um, you do have to acknowledge your past. You do have to acknowledge that you've been racist. That's my advice. I think if everybody pretends like they were never racist, it continues to allow racism to exist. Yeah. Like you have to acknowledge that you have a problem first before you continue to
0: attempt to solve it. Yeah. Because, like, fight against racism. Yeah.
2: It's always a problem with um, like white leftists and white liberals where they have so much white privilege that they don't, they're not able to see the very like basis of what uh, marginalized communities go through. (sighs) And that causes issues because then it's like it causes like infighting. No, that's not what this marginalized community wants if it's black people if it's asian americans asian people um if it's you know the uh hispanic community if they say no don't say that that actually hurts us no don't do that that actually hurts us don't go to a protest and start graffitiing shit don't go to a protest and start vandalizing shit don't light anything on fire like you think that you're being this like cool anarchist leftist but you're not you're actually causing a problem and uh then white leftists will have a response of you're telling me what to do (laughs) which is so fucking crazy fucked
0: up yeah it's
2: crazy it's crazy Because if you actually believed in what you were doing, you would hear uh, marginalized voices and you would go, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. And then you would have to confront what it was that made you do that
0: thing in the first place. I mean, that's the thing that no one ever wants to do is confront themselves.
2: Kind of childish feeling. And it's kind of how, I mean, (laughs) white people are raised. It's like... Do your shit in secret and then if you find out you're just going to get like yelled at. So now you're constantly doing shit in secret and trying to avoid confrontation and all this shit.
3: Hmm.
2: Which I don't know. That's how I was raised. Maybe not all white people are. Hopefully not all white people are raised like that. Because (sighs) you do have to learn to have confrontation. It's like integral to life. It's integral to change. People should want to change. <laughs> That's not, you should want to change. You should For want the better, the yeah, and accountability. You should want the people coming to you and saying, hey, you said this stupid, awful, uh, terrible shit, racist, misogynist, ableist shit. Uh, what are you going to do about it? And then you go, oh, yay, I'm able to change now.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you should want that.
2: You shouldn't be like Jeffree Star sitting on your couch with the wide lens. And <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't think, oh, get the what? whole couch in I there. Get the
0: red, the red camera, 4K, make sure that everyone can see my big ass mansion
2: and all my you shouldn't go
0: on Instagram live and complain about a video saying that you did all those horrible things.
2: And I was just young then. Yeah, it was just a different time. No. Even even then it was bad. You know, God. I don't know. I just wanted yeah. to address it because I don't want. I don't want to continue to be who I am and not acknowledge my past. Because, yeah,
3: yeah. I get that.
2: Hmm. Anyway, you want to read a wolf story?
3: <laughs> Do you want to take a quick five?
0: or Do you want? <laughs> no How let's you jump feeling? right you into, just want it. To jump into yeah, it let's do it all, all right, right okay well shit all right and end apology start start podcast wolf story start wolf yeah we could take a
2: five because we have to get into a better mood anyway yeah.
0: <sighs> i like the idea of you simultaneously apologizing but then i'm uh, reading in a the, wolf story the next breath being like i gotta make fun of this 15 year old though <laughs>
2: You know, I even thought about that, too. I'm like, we make fun of her writing. And um, I was like, well, what if English isn't her first language? Like, i that's another thing. I just realized that, like, three episodes in, of what if English isn't this uh, young person's
0: first language? Yeah, and it's an interesting thing, too. I feel like there's definitely been critiques of us in the past that we've, like...
2: Yeah, and I think we've also maybe brushed them off as... Mm no, we're fine.
0: Cause Cause it sometimes sometimes it's hard of like to like it, fully It's hard to tell. Yeah. But um
2: I don't know. I think this is a a wake up call for me definitely. That's you know, when people say like I how dare you did this, you know, blah blah blah. Um for me to be like, Oh shit, yeah. You're right, fam. I don't know, because similarly, this was the one that was like immediately, like within 20 minutes, I was like writing a response to them because I was like, I don't, I. I don't know. You know? Yeah. It's not like I don't feel like I need people to like me, but I think if you're here and you're listening to me and you enjoy listening to this podcast, um, I don't want to lose your respect.
3: Hmm. Yeah, and I feel like you know? Yeah.
2: Like I'm not just gonna turn around and be like, yeah, I'm saying it. I'm <laughs> I'm that guy.
0: Oh, I'm saying it.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm saying it. I'm the edgy guy, and if you don't like it, you can just leave. I don't I don't wanna be that guy.
0: Yeah. That's just sad. It is. It, yeah. it, it, because
2: you end up with nobody around you. Yeah. And you also end up more importantly. Hurting a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Fuck, man.
1: Oh, yeah, we
2: should take five. Yeah, it's
0: like, it's like five. Yeah, take like okay. five.
1: BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Archaea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
0: so yes, you have a wolf story for us?
1: Yeah, I do. So last
2: time it was two years later. Yeah, it was two years later. And her parents were in the hospital. So, okay. So Cara Blaine is uh, the daughter of... Lois Lane? Alicia Cara Blaine... No. Is the daughter of fucking uh Cara Blaine? Is the daughter of Lois Lane?
0: I thought you only said Lane.
2: No, I said Blaine.
0: get like a They have different to- last names. Yeah, they do have different last names. Yeah. <sighs> all all right. right. Okay. All right. Fucking um this uh, this fucking
2: girl, this teenage <laughs> girl, is the daughter of like uh the best pack in the world, wolf- werewolf pack. Uh, They're all alphas, packs. yeah, but her dad is like the big alpha, she's an alpha too. And then she turns 18 and she gets her mate, which is like predestined or whatever, yeah. And, and it was it's like, this asshole, and he's like, he's been bullying her for years, and so then he's she, like, oh, ugh. and then she rejects him instead yeah. of him rejecting her,
0: which, ooh, ooh, yeah
2: and then uh she goes m- off
0: for two years she takes
2: a red eye to Washington <laughs> From to DC red-eyed.
0: it's not even a red eye that's just her own head cannon <laughs> yeah,
2: I think it is I think it's a red eye yeah she goes to Washington DC she meets her uh three fucking weird shining twins friends and then they buy her a bunch of clothes and she gets uh a, a motorcycle fit and she gets the motorcycle and then she gets a call that her parents are in the hospital, but instead of taking another red eye, <laughs> They're her like, and her friends all carpool home and it's going to take days. They have a road
0: trip. Yeah. And that was two years later. So now we're now, that'd be really funny if it was just another three years later. Dude, right. All right. But uh,
2: we have a photo.
0: Oh shit. Have uh, another actor.
2: No, it's a, of a house.
3: They're these of rich Like assholes. a mansion.
2: Yeah at the top and there's a lyric video i'm coming home i'm coming home tell the world i'm coming home i thought it was gonna be like i'm coming home to the place where i belong
0: is that nickelback right i don't know it's that coldplay it's some. it's one of them
2: it's like yeah
0: it's a two-syllable turf thing turf turf i
2: think turf turf to be to be.
0: Is that daughtry maybe which it? I was gonna keep naming random band names, I think would make this. Is that Jack
2: White?
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: it's Jack White. Yeah, also, I apologize for
0: sneezing because uh, uh I'm allergic to this already. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm very, yeah, a very, okay, all, all okay, all bolded. Okay. Oh, it's, it's, Is this the name of the chapter? Or? No, these, this is these chapter, chapter, chapter four. 4. No, they're okay.
2: chapter 4, chapter 3. That would be really funny two. if I
0: was nitpicking.
2: The name before there's, we even there's start? There's no
0: name to these chapters. They're only numbers. Be,
2: That's the game now. It's not, is this a good or a bad story? Is, is this good enough for Josh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 what, what Josh, world famous author Josh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Think that this, this should go on my desk. <laughs> By the way someone Completely off topic Someone commented uh, they're writing a novel And they would be really curious to see Hell what you yeah. think about that Send you, it to me have, uh, I'm if, you read it, it. if you send a draft to us uh, we'll, we'll definitely I'll read it over and be like oh yeah probably It doesn't even have to be on the podcast I'll send you a Fucking email I'll do it for free Yeah I'll do it for free Yeah, Or you can pay me on Fiverr <laughs> Send me $5 and I'll read your novel I'll do it for free Josh you consultation it for money I have three fucking degrees out there that say... <laughs> I, should, I have the I have the right to charge for my services. I'm
2: going back to phone customer service. I'm going to need some shit to read, so... Okay, fair send enough. Send it to me for free.
0: But okay, yeah, all right. So chapter four.
2: Yeah. Okay, all bolded. When we arrive... End bolded. So after three days of driving, we arrive in California. I breathe in the warm California air... It's the first time in two years that I've been back and I miss California so much. We park outside the pack house and someone comes out to meet us. Um, excuse me? Can I help you? A guy asks. He looks about my age with dirty blonde hair and green eyes. Who are you? I ask rather bluntly. I might ask you the same question, he says. (laughs) I feel Connor and Elliot start to step forward. I put a hand on each of their chests. We are here to see your alpha, I tell him calmly. I'm afraid I can't let you do that. Only family can see them at the moment. Good thing I'm family. They're with me.
0: So glasses on, yeah.
2: <laughs> I say, indicating to Claudia, Connor, and
0: Elliot. Oh, is this the hospital?
2: This is their house. I think they're bedridden in their house.
0: Oh, okay, all yeah. right. Sorry, I got. Okay. I was confused for a second, but yeah, okay. I'm
2: pretty sure she said hospital also, in the last chapter, yeah.
0: Yeah, but has it also been... Uh, this might be this. This is probably already a bit nitpicky, but like, if they're yeah. if she's back at her parents' house, mm-hmm. wouldn't, I mean, I, wouldn't it be possible that they would know who she is because she's the daughter of the two alpha wolves of this alpha pack? But maybe he's new because it's been two years. That's true. Yeah, I think that's what's happening. Yeah, fucking Steve, new guy. she doesn't
2: recognize him either.
0: <laughs> that is true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. Right. He says, snorting. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Alicia Cara Blaine and then like you know like the the, <laughs> the wind, claps, yeah. The thunder, the tornado. My name is Alicia Cara Blaine and no know, also known also okay, I'm gonna read this again. Okay. My name is Alicia Cara Blaine, also known as the daughter of your Alpha and Luna. That's impossible. You
0: can't be. She died two years ago.
2: <laughs> Their daughter <laughs> left. She abandoned her family. Wait, what? okay i'll read it again this is no this is no. that's that's... impossible
0: you can't be their daughter left she abandoned her family that does feel like the this audience isn't you just you this is like a ghost story now where it's like (laughs)
2: but you've been dead for for 20 years years. yeah i'm like you know she's alive so she exists and can come back (laughs) yeah so
0: why is that her parents are sick but wasn't the parents also supportive yeah they didn't care now it feels like you're being gaslit into thinking that you
2: abandoned your family but that would be
0: really funny if that's like the story got so twisted well i mean if the pack got like usurped that would be cool that would be kind of cool yeah and now there's a whole new mythos yeah right i'm cool with that that would be dope
2: as shit i hope that's what happens uh that's impossible you can't be their daughter left she abandoned her family i left because i left because of people like you bullies and assholes now show me where I can find my parents. And on the way, tell me how the hell rogues managed to hurt my parents. I say, letting my alpha voice seep in. Yeah. All right. <laughs> of course. I'm so sorry, Miss Blaine. I had no idea. It was a stupid thing to say. I'll show you where they are. Again, I'm so sorry. I didn't know me 30 minutes ago. Um, <laughs> It's okay. Don't worry about it. And call me Kara. All right, Kara. Follow me. He leads me into the pack house. Claudia, Connor, and Elliot follow us. He leads me through the pack house and into the hospital quarters before he starts to tell me the story. So it was a routine boundary line run. You parents did the run with us once every week. They have been doing it for two years. They said that they wanted to help out, but I think they were hoping to see you. Oh. Guilt trippy. We were ambushed. uh, My 20 rogues, (laughs) Rogues. We were ambushed. My twenty rogues. <laughs> they all went for your parents. We managed to kill them all, but when we looked over your parents, they were both injured and covered in blood. We rushed them to the hospital wing of uh, the hospital wing of the.
0: Oh, uh, okay, of the house. The okay. House,
2: and waited while the doctor did a checkup. The doctor told us the injuries are most likely fatal. They didn't and come. And Y'all home. did a fucking
0: three day road trip. I mean, they should have. They should have been told on over the phone. The phone. Call. Yeah. That's a little weird. That's, that's a little... Like,
2: I would be pissed at the doctor. Uh, yeah,
0: I'd be like, what the fuck, guys?
2: There's a very small chance they will recover. They didn't complain, though. They should. They're dying. Uh, <laughs> they just kept insisting that they call their daughter and tell her to come home. No details on why you left. I stay silent. I feel a hand interlock with mine. I can tell it's Elliot just by the hands. Yeah. You okay? I okay. Mean, they might have
0: you know, different hand sizes All of them you know, they, oh, That's yeah, true I guess yeah. That's just a hand feel Yeah now I'm, now I'm catching you on the mid
2: <laughs> Just like I don't There's know if full I can circle. tell I feel like even if I felt your hands I'd be like whose fucking hand is that It just
0: feels yeah, like I a Yeah I feel hand. like hands are hands yeah. yeah.
2: You okay Claudia asks Fine is all I say We stop outside a set of white double doors A guy indicates for me to wait I do and he walks into the room Alpha Tyler, Luna Karen. Alpha Tyler man. It gets me every time. Alpha Tyler, Luna Karen, there is someone here to see you. Shall I send them in? I hear him ask. Yes, of course, Carter, send them in. I hear my father's familiar voice say. The guy Carter signals me to come in. Uh, the guy Carter signals me to come in. I walk in and there, lying on side-by-side beds are my parents. Who's this Carter? My mother asks him. Oh, who's this Carter? My mother asks him. Lack of punctuation here. This is, but I cut them off. No, I should do it. Alpha Tyner, Lua, Karen, I'm Alicia, Kara Blaine, your daughter. W- what? Is this some cruel joke? Our daughter left. She lives in D- D.C. with her friends, my dad says. No, Dad, it's me, I say. Alicia? Mom asks. I'm Actually, very. Actually, I go by Kara now, Mom. What? They called her to come
0: so are they also having like weird i feel like this is setting up for like a weird mystical like the family somehow now no longer knows who the daughter is like they're under not it better be that because like if it's like dementia
2: weird... or something like they're <laughs> that'd be a little too real like, that's not how that works yeah. actually <laughs> it's not just like okay if you are our daughter then answer me this when you were 10 what animal did you want as a pet a dog. Oh my god. Guess. Guess. Guess what it is?
0: <laughs> it's a dog. It's is it a dog? <laughs> it's a dog? You think it's a dog? I see I don't want it I don't wanna say dog and then it'd be like it'd be really funny if it was like cat or something. But like it would be funny if it was dog because that's the main that's what
2: their dog, their dogs. Yeah, their <laughs> dogs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were just
0: saying dog, like, dog. because no. you think dog. No, because like it would just be funny. They just want to own <laughs> a dumb another dog. The <laughs> like, uh, like, Goofy like Goofy and Pluto. Goofy <laughs> and <laughs> Pluto. Yeah, that would be weird, right? That would be fucking weird. Okay. But also, that's also the first thing that comes to my mind. So I'm like, okay. Usually, the first thing yeah. that comes to mind isn't the thing you want to put into your book. But right. I think this person might have thought the first thing to come to mind. I think, you're, think I think it's going to be... You're underestimating them. I think... Uh, all right, we've already mentioned Harry Potter. It would be really funny if it was Phoenix.
2: A Phoenix, like from Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucking... It was, I still got it. I still fucking got it, baby. Wait, there's
2: more. It was the same at the age of eight and nine. At seven, I wanted a
0: cheetah. That's a cat. That's a fucking cat. All right, I did say cat. You but did I did say I cat. Didn't, I, I mentioned two of the more popular pet types and then a Harry Potter thing.
2: Yeah, because they have watched Harry Potter already. Yeah, they age. watched
0: Harry Potter on the way there, yeah.
2: When was this written? Now I'm curious as to when this was written, if it was pre- jk rowling turf stuff or after i wonder yeah
0: it would be weird if it was after i feel like well i mean kids i mean i guess kids are still gonna like harry potter but like i don't know i think yeah especially since i know there's like an argument of like separating harry potter from jk rowling i don't know i, I think, think if you pirate harry potter i think you're doing an ethical thing well but i think there are some like but there's still like really shitty like i know there's shitty jewish stereotypes in harry potter i know people in general complain about the world building
2: well uh, the world be- yeah the world building always sucked but like fucking there's some really fucked up shit especially yeah. in the books and not the movies like there's that whole um um uh plot line in the like fifth or sixth book i don't remember or the fourth book i don't- the later ones where hermione wants to free the house elves
0: yeah i forgot that (laughs) slavery yeah exists just exists. slavery exists yeah but
2: they like it so it's okay um Mm. yeah and fucking (laughs) she and it's like a comedy plot line it's like a b plot in the background where and also harry the man the white dude is like having his real struggles Which in the fifth and the sixth book were like, or the fifth book, maybe more. The sixth book, nothing fucking happened in Harry's life. Like, he was just like, I want to get my dick wet. Like, really badly.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, I remember... And have remember to deal with
2: potions class. Also,
0: completely forgot about the fucking... The the race-mixing shit, where it's, like, yeah. mudbloods and... Yeah, it yeah. Was, they were
2: fighting Hitler, basically. Yeah, but, like... And, like, the Wizarding World was super specifically racist.
0: Yeah, but also it was, like, weirdly centrist about all of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I don't know why... Read Hunger Games, kids. <laughs>
2: yeah, read Divergent or something. I read think something Divergent's a little. more... Maybe. I never read it, so I don't yeah, know. But don't know.
0: um And I don't remember Hunger Games. There's probably some weird shit in there too. What's the one
2: that's really good? Rick Riordan?
0: No fucking know
2: The Percy Jackson books. Oh, those yeah. are good. Okay. Read those. Those are good. Um Sweetheart, my dad says, tears glistening in his eyes. I walk over and dad sits up. I walk straight into his warm and familiar arms. Is he in the bed? What's happening?
0: It might be on one of those beds where it's like it's, he's it's up. leaned up, yeah. He's like, oh, okay. That makes That's sense fine. to me. Yeah. I
2: walk over and dad sits. Uh, I walk over and dad sits up. I just read that. Uh, we missed you so much. Dad tells me, "I'm so sorry I left. You supported her
0: leaving. Yeah. You were like, okay. That yeah, was weird. <laughs> this yeah, yeah kind of
2: fucked
0: up. Now this like, is this is really yeah being a little bitch about I it. think this is weird how it's like rewriting characters that happened three chapters ago yeah like your character's okay this okay this is why this is why you can't do the two years later thing then right because if you want to convey the idea that the parents are actually resentful it's
2: gonna take more
0: chapters than this yeah you shouldn't if you're trying to uh, okay maybe a pov switch pov switch to the parents or like you know like not even pov but like even if you don't want to do that
2: like and she comes back and everything's different she's gonna be like she should be like why is everything different they were cool with me when i left they never said anything was wrong never
0: said anything wrong you need to address it and also you guys called and wanted me to come back
2: yeah like what's up what's going on yeah
0: it shouldn't because this is this is the problem in the story that is that you're leaving too much off the table for the reader to try and figure out and then you and i have these when we're reading it have these sidetracks of like yeah. How did this happen?
2: Which, that's the hard part about writing. How do you predict what the audience is going to think? Oh,
0: yeah, no, I agree 100%. You know? Yeah, But I think in this scenario, it's pretty, it, there's not enough of that middle meat part.
2: Yeah, it almost feels like we went over this already. Like, we shouldn't yeah. be doing this again, but yeah. you know, whatever. I'm so sorry I left. You needed to leave. We knew that. We accepted that. We're just glad you're here now. I okay. feel my mother kiss the top of my head. But then why be a little, like, why be weird?
0: Why be weird about it? But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's... Uh, uh, hold on. We'll keep going.
2: All right. I don't know. Uh, I take a step back and look at both of them. They look pale. How are you guys? I ask them. We're fine. Better now that you're here. We were afraid you wouldn't come, Mom tells me. <laughs> Lunch is almost over. <laughs> uh, you look beautiful, sweetheart. Dad says, tearily. I don't know that word. I guess
0: no, no, no like teary eyed. You know, really? I assume I've
2: never heard that word before.
3: Barely.
0: I'm
2: gonna look Herily. that up late, later. Yeah, uh, I think it, it could be a word. I don't know. Your hair is in- your hair is incredible. Mom says catching a lock of it uh, between her fingers. How long are you staying for? It, Dad asks, looking sad. Forever, Dad. I'm moving back into the pack house and into my old room. I am ready to become the alpha female become alpha female position when i'm needed i tell him they both smile thank you are you going to school
0: (laughs) classic dad classic dad (laughs) bring it up school i actually wrote this story (laughs) (laughs) uh thank you are you going to school
2: relatable dad asks he must remember that i found it hard before yep i start tomorrow when did you do that what did you go sign yourself up for school?
0: Next sentence, that was a lie just to make him happy. <laughs> I guess they don't need to write that in, but I'm like, shit, that's a whole process. And also, wait, you start school tomorrow, but then you took this.
2: You took three days. So right, is that's school? like, when is the time?
0: Now the logistics isn't making sense of any of this. Yeah, now it's it just seems like you're saying things. But okay, it might be in the next sentence.
2: Maybe, I don't know. Uh, yep, I start tomorrow. Everything is going back to the way it was. Only difference is me pretty on the nose uh oh baby (laughs) things are going to change your mother and i are only going to live for so long only plays (laughs) only plays uh no dad you guys are gonna get better now we should go get settled in i tell them who's we claudia connor elliot and i i hope you don't mind they have requested to join the pack i hope you don't mind i indicate to where claudia connor and elliot are standing at the door Uh of course not Any friend of yours is a friend of ours Go get settled in and visit again Uh after school tomorrow Okay love you guys I kiss both their foreheads And then lead my friends out I show them each of their rooms Which or on the same floor as mine or is in like metal ore Uh,
0: Um
2: I then go to Mine and leave my suitcase on the floor I dig out my PJs and change into them I then crawl into bed and fall straight asleep And then there are like 20 at Like email at emojis you know
0: yeah i know i know what you're talking about but like, like at symbol
2: at gmail like yeah that. yeah yeah uh and then at the bottom in all and all bolded it says uh pick at top is the pack house what is going on and then that's it
0: the pack house uh, i guess it's just to explain that that's what that photo is at top finally yeah uh, okay um, am I losing hope? <laughs> am I losing hope? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing really
2: happened, huh? A lot of, well, a lot, a lot happened, happened, but nothing, nothing happened. happened. Again. Again. It's another, it's, th- another, it's little another conundrum one of those. that
0: we're in. Um, I want, where's the
2: stuff? Where's the things happening? It's how I feel when I read, um, James Patterson because he has tiny Tiny chapters
0: yeah Yeah it's like a Dan Brown novel Yeah Yeah, it's it's like like, Everything is just like We're at chapter number 300 And now we're finally at the She wanted
2: breakfast so she went to Dunkin She got a donut the end and then The next one is like he saw her at Dunkin He wanted a donut also The end and then the next one is They both ate donut they both Oh my gosh is that him over there at Dunkin (laughs) (laughs) You know, <laughs> that's how it feels.
0: It is actually sponsored by Duncan. Did you guys know yeah, this whole episode? Um, no, uh, no, but like, um, <laughs> yeah, so like, and now it's weird because it so, okay, like, as a writer, you're writing a story, right? Yeah. You, there has to be conflict and there yeah. has to be stuff happening, right? Yeah, and there has to be a world, there has to be a little yeah, logic. There's a to, world, there's a world, yeah, uh, so. I get that the okay, so like let's say for uh, I don't really care about the three days later, I think that's a short amount of time to skip, but I yeah. think that's fine. I, and he I also explained in the last chapter like, oh, they're watching movies and normal shit. Normal
2: amount of time, maybe. Actually, I think it's a very short amount. Of, I feel like if you're booking it from Washington, D.C. to California. Uh, so Maybe about, you could get
0: there in three days. I think, yeah, you could easily. Yeah. I know that, like, yeah, like cross country, I think it was three days from LA to wherever my sister is now, Massachusetts, right? Okay. So, yeah. So, like, I think that's possible. Yeah. It might have been a week. I don't fucking know. But <laughs> I think you can make it in three days. Um, I don't know. But that to me, not knowing, seems like, okay. That's possible. Yeah. And I think it's okay to skip that amount of time. But as uh, you shouldn't. Okay so like there's there was no discussion of there's we finally found out what happened to the parents and now it's fatal we should have known that we should have known that before before uh, we should have also known Um, we should have also figured out if there was any talk about I don't remember this maybe there was but like talk about going to school or she's lying I but just, there's no indication of if it's true or not.
2: I don't get why they have to go to school now. <laughs> like, they're yeah, wolves. Yeah, I thought they all changed.
0: Yeah, and they're wolves. But do so they, but they she, were still went to high school.
2: But, and then also now there's a complication because I'm like, was she not going to school when she was in Washington, D.C.? Well, she was go- she was um she was in high school, right? Like she that's was in what high her- school and she left for two years and then she came back. But I don't know if during those two years did she go to high school. I don't think so. Yeah, so, so I don't know. what the fuck she was just bought a
0: motorcycle for two years? And that's the highlight. Yeah. That's yeah. the that's the what we know. It's we we have information, but we don't have the right information to understand what's going on. Yeah. There is information. It's kinda like it's kinda like Having a recipe and only knowing the measurements, but not the ingredients. Well, okay.
2: I think on like a regular working man level. Yeah. I think we want this wolf story to be relatable. And I don't think it's going to be.
0: It hasn't been yet. Well, because what's... I mean, okay. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the goal of writing, right? Is you want to... Well,
2: maybe not. I think there's a there, I think I there's think there's the space for writing that's not relatable for sure. Yeah,
0: but. I, the, it, <sighs> hmm. I feel like, though, this is what it, it wants to be relatable. But I don't know. All right. We got to do the comments, right? All right. How many comments are we doing? Uh, that's because that's, how many people have commented on this one? Because I don't even know what you this is comment nine, on.
2: Uh, the first sentence when we arrive damn i love that house it's always this house damn i've read a lot of i've read a lot of stories that have this pack
0: house really So i think the photo that they're using it's a pretty common one specifically is like the getty images that people go to use for pack houses
2: when we arrive and then a lot of spaces i eat everything anything inside and then sleep and then sleep emoji fork emoji pizza emoji burger emoji my dream house oh my god this house is the house that i made a clay replica of cool that's actually kind that of cool. cool yeah that actually kind of slaps I, that's pretty dope
3: yeah this is
2: the wolf pack house for for wattpad <laughs> um that's impossible you can't be their daughter left she abandoned their family and we got three comments on this she didn't abandon them. She just went on a long-ass trip to discover herself. Yeah,
0: which... <laughs> I think there's a turning in the comments. I feel like... I think so. I think
2: they're turning against this. It's impossible. How could she come back? N- no, it can't be. A plane? Shock emoji. <laughs> <laughs> and no, her parents let her go as long as she came back, yeah. which she did. Yes, correct. Right though. Correct though. Yeah. This is how they suck you in. Is the comments are the relatable ones. Yeah. This is. Yeah. <laughs> this is now addicting to me. The I the Wattpad idea. Yeah. Of <laughs> reading something that's like fucking crazy, and then going into the comments of them being like, "That's fucking crazy." That's
0: weird. Yeah. That's
2: what sucks me in with social media. That's what gets my uh
0: addictive juices running. You know. I get that.
2: It's okay. Don't worry about it. And call me Kara.
0: What? What happens?
2: This needs to be reported. Uh, It's okay. You can be a arrogant fucker because I'm only the same useless nobody from before.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, yep. They're, start- they're turning <laughs> on this. All right. Man, I didn't even really give a shit about that. Like, I think it's
2: because that's in reference to the guy that was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. You're the alpha. Oh, yeah. So I think they're being mean to that guy. But I'm like. I just don't
0: understand. I, don't get, I think yeah, I'm I don't know the, yeah.
2: Um, I would have rather if she was more firm. She is the future leader of this pack. This pack member was neither professional or good at her job.
0: Damn.
2: Okay. Uh, and then this is about the long paragraph that's like it was a routine boundary line run.
0: Yeah. That whole fucking thing.
2: Yeah. Uh, The comment is we were ambushed by 20 rogues? Question mark. By instead of my, so everyone's ca- yeah, grammar. Everyone's,
0: yeah, which I want to point those out because I feel like that's <laughs> that is a little nitpicky sometimes when I I'm like, I, haha, you said wrong word. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then these are kind of
2: interesting. Uh, no, I should do it. Alpha Tyler Luna, Luna Karen. I'm Alicia Cara Blaine, your daughter. And then three laughing emojis. They don't know it's her. Can they even smell her scent? That's
0: a that's, that's actually a good yeah point. are they supposed to
2: they're wolves right
0: they should they should have a pretty good sense of smell yeah
2: where's the wolf part where's the wolf that's part? that's the thing
0: yeah and like that's what? what's the only wolf thing so far have been stuff has that been like the rejection has been the rejection yeah that's yeah actually yeah the so fuck far is the yeah i think that's what i'm upset about the most is that this is supposed to be a wolf story but
2: yeah and then, uh, has it been that long? I went away for a year and completely changed, yet my family still knew who I was. That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe because she changed everything, like her hair and how she dresses, so looks everything
0: different. Everything changed.
2: <laughs> still, I mean, they're her parents. Aren't they supposed to recognize her no matter what?
0: I think your face will stay the same.
2: Yeah, unless you got, like, <laughs> plastic surgery, I guess. Yeah,
0: I feel like that probably, I think it would be pretty easy to still recognize someone.
2: Yeah this is this is interesting people are fighting out these inconsistencies in the comments mm. well what is this some cruel joke our daughter left she lives in dc with her friends my dad says uh didn't you ask to bring her back yeah damn they can't even recognize her and they act like they didn't ask her to come back and then there's nine comments on this one exactly my thoughts exactly they just can't recognize her but they said our daughter left as if she's not coming back when they asked her to come back like if you're expecting someone and someone shows up saying they're the person you're expecting that it's most likely them yeah i mean they were injured which could hurt their eyesight just because they asked for their daughter doesn't mean that only she will come like other nurses and doctors could come relatives could visit they said she left but that or it at mean that they didn't accept her to come back
0: I don't know. What are you talking about? What?
2: They understand why she left and supported her. I make absolutely no sense right now, so I apologize for that. It's okay, baby. That's yeah, fine. Even if their eyesight is affected, she literally told them who she, ha- who she was, full name, and all. So even if they couldn't see, she told them who she was, and they should have been expecting her, so.
0: Yeah. That's the... <laughs> what the fuck?
2: And then somebody else goes, I forgot what this was about, so let me not say anything. <laughs> then why did you comment? Why did you- <laughs> <laughs> that's I forgot. so silly that's so silly price they could have thought she was imposter i mean she looks different even the guard didn't recognize her and didn't want to let her in
0: do 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 do
2: <laughs> Amogus! <laughs> i mean i honestly don't understand how you could not recognize your own child especially since they're literal werewolves and can literally just smell to see if it's her yeah you know it just doesn't seem like they're very smart <laughs> Whoa. Whoa,
0: damn, fucking get them, dude. Shit. Okay, let me see. I don't know if there are any more. No more. That's all right, it. well... Interesting. Yeah, no, I don't blame any of these comments. These are these are all based in red-pilled comments.
2: Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I these think were... the, the comments are like, why? what's going on? I don't understand your logic behind writing this. Mm.
0: Well, yeah, because the logic hasn't been explained. Yeah. If you're going to have a fucking... <laughs> If you're going to make us if you're going to make a story there are rules. Uh you know this is really just like I feel like the only real advice here is have an outline, make a fucking like like have a have a reference sheet, you know. <sighs> I don't know.
2: This kind of reminds me of like playing D&D and having people be like the rules are what make it fun. And, um, I'm always the opposite of that. Like, I would always rather have a DM that will break the rules to make it fun, yeah, than otherwise. But then it's interesting because there does need to be a level of rules for it to be fun, right? Yeah,
0: no, I agree hundred percent. I think yeah. there has to be a foundation yeah like it's, it's rules just... can be made and broken i mean like you know it's like yeah. the fucking the ghostbusters you say you don't cross the streams and then you cross the streams at the finale you and it's know like,
2: what the fuck is crossing the streams me and yeah you know it's gives like a whatever shit.
0: and like you that's know. not
2: really a thing in real life you know yeah streams so don't like, exist yeah. yeah
0: but then you know you still you break you set that rule up to break it and that's fine yeah. you know right i think that's okay but there needs to be you can't just say like uh uh, uh well uh, i think even
2: if it's like listen the only thing you don't do in alice in wonderland is uh <laughs> juggle on thursdays and that's the one rule and then everything else makes no goddamn sense yeah that's fun and then somebody juggles on thursdays yeah and they break that and then all hell goes loose and then they have a bad story and that's what makes the bad story fun. Yeah. You know, I think that's also an artistic way of telling a story that mm. I think is fine, but I think it's the setting up rules, breaking them for no reason, and then having other rules that don't make any sense that then causes frustration. You know what mm. I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. No, I agree hundred percent.
2: Which is, that's an interesting thing to think about though. Hmm. Wouldn't have thought about that if I didn't read this fucking wolf story. <laughs> Damn. We're learning.
0: We're all learning something today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That was that. How wolf many chapters
2: story? do we have? There are thirty. We're in chapter five now.
0: I hate this. <laughs> we're we're in, one this for,
2: sixth of the way through. We have
0: we have six more months of reading the story. Yeah. I think we're gonna start doubling up chapters. Like that, they're kind of short, too. They are really damn brown-esque. Yeah, they are a little short, yeah. I'm okay with doing that. If you yeah, want the, let's, the let's shit stick up. We might.
2: Tell me in the comments if you want the Or do you want story. to be an
0: excruciating, like...
2: <laughs> One chapter slow, Slowly week.
0: putting your foot in the wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> until eventually your head gets to it, you know? Yeah.
2: I think probably max it, too.
0: Max it, too? Okay. Three months of this. God. Okay, all right. Yeah. Speaking of the number six, because I said six months, mm-hmm. there were six episodes of the rehearsal. There were only six? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That a
2: lot happened in six episodes of the rehearsal. Yeah. This
0: is, this is the opposite problem of this whole story <laughs> is too much happened in the rehearsal. Yeah. And I didn't like it. So zero <laughs> Yeah. Josh hated the, hated the rehearsal so much. much. Uh, that was fucking great. Yeah. It was a great show. Yeah um uh, 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 uh sarah what, what happens in the rehearsal go um, right now tell uh, me okay yeah so you have one minute oh shit
2: fuck <laughs> <laughs> so nathan fielder has too much money <laughs> too much money nathan fielder was went to hbo and was like hey i want to do a show where i take situations and then i plan them out and i rehearse them over and over again to predict an outcome and then HBO was like, how much could that cost? Like 20 million dollars?
0: And, and then,
2: then Nathan was like, maybe I think yeah, you're sure. lowballing it. Maybe like t- t- 30 maybe. And then they were like, we'll give you 25. And he was like, I mean, I guess I can do that on like a shoestring budget. And he takes 25 million dollars and he leaves and he goes like, "Oh my fucking god. <laughs> I got 25 million. What in the fuck am I going to do?" And he leaves and then he's like all right, well, I'll put up a Craigslist ad, <laughs> and then he gets the first guy, uh, and then he gets, like, a couple of people that have problems that he wants to help solve.
0: Yeah, he he's really a, a good Samaritan in that way. Yeah. He's trying to help people.
2: And then he chooses to edit the ones that are anti-Semitic.
0: <laughs> so, all and, right. And that's the show. That's the show. That's yeah. the show. All right. I Should we go episode by episode? I feel like... Well, I mean, okay, like, general thoughts. Okay. Like, for real quick, general thoughts, because I know we're going to get into spoilers. So, for a show that doesn't follow, like,
2: the hero's journey, or, like, a story circle of any kind, you know, it's one of the best shows that has, like, an asynchronous plot line to it. Because you start it, and you think it's going to be one guy in episode, like Nathan for you, where he helps out of one guy. And then as it goes on, it becomes more of a, like, a... More of a documentary on Nathan doing this project? Yeah.
0: I don't know how much I agree with the idea that this is not a hero's journey. You think it's a hero's journey? I think there is a hero's journey in here. I, I think, think it could exist in here. I just don't think Nathan wrote it down. I don't think it was planned I don't think it out. I don't, th- I don't know how much it was planned, but yeah. I mean, yeah, I think there is a... Like, I don't think Nathan got a whiteboard...
2: And wrote drew a big circle. five on it yeah. and then did grid lines two weeks later that aren't even fucking straight Stranger Things season five. They posted recent like they posted the big five. Like they they just took forever to fucking draw little Stranger Things in a big five and they were like, We're gonna write Stranger Things five. They put it up on the fucking shit, and it looks like you just spent like twenty minutes drawing your fucking logo is that
0: spongebob meme where it's the yeah <laughs> yeah i get that's that. that's how yeah. it
2: felt and then three <laughs> weeks later they were like finally starting the grid line the grid thing for season five which i'm like I've never heard of that before that probably is why season four sucked story-wise <laughs> you did put some shit in a fucking box next to another box i think we've
0: already we've already gone a bit off the path here yeah
2: i'm off the fucking rails (laughs) but that's because i'm like i'm so irritated with how perfect the first stranger things five was and then the grid lines they were all the lines were all like (laughs)
3: like it took you three weeks to just go like and there's nothing on there you didn't even write anything on there
2: It's your twitter content it's fucking irritating (laughs) and then somebody goes it took them three weeks to put up grid lines we're never getting a season five this is why it takes fucking three fucking years I'm like are you construction workers (laughs) because I never see you working do you only have to work at night like what's going on are you always on lunch? Like, what's happening? Are you stealing money from the fucking government by like not working?
0: I don't know where this is. How we got here? I don't
2: know. It's my rant. It's just like it, do your fucking job. Oh
0: shit.
3: Anyway. Nathan, for you. Yeah, I don't think
2: he put up a grid lines on a fucking thing. Yeah, I don't
0: think he did that. Okay, all right. Okay, that's what we were...
2: (laughs) Somehow Nathan Fielder wrote a better show. (laughs) Stranger (laughs) Things 5 is going to be.
0: I don't know. I think, okay, so it's interesting, right? So, Nathan, for you canceled right gone or last season i don't know if it was canceled he just decided to end the show whatever it went on forever so yeah it was four four seasons long it wasn't it was a success yeah it was successful yeah he took a break he executive produced (sighs) how to of john wilson yeah which comparatively similar in that it's a documentary series but very low budget very and also it it kind of feels like it's just kind of going you know yeah what do you mean just kind of going like like um it also doesn't feel planned oh yeah no it doesn't feel that planned either yeah Uh, but this is the exact opposite well of i think the
2: scenarios are planned i just don't think like like it feels like nathan has a reaction yeah to what happens on the show Mm. and then he's like i'm gonna go do this now and then he goes and does that and then we videotape it
0: yeah that's fair and then
2: he ties it back into something else that's how that feels it doesn't feel like he sat down and wrote it down on a piece of paper which is what i've been saying Mm. he does plan stuff but it's like on a basis of i just decided to plan this shit you know
0: yeah okay i get that
2: like it's not planning to put up a craigslist ad and then get a guy that says that he wants to you know whatever It is, you did plan to have a fucking uh, Wi-Fi people go to his house and map out his house (laughs) and make a little 3D model of his house so that you could, you know, rehearse going and talking to the guy and convincing him to do the rehearsal. Yeah. That's planning, right? But it's like planning from like a guy that has ADHD, right? Mm. It's like he didn't plan the episode that he made. He planned the thing that he went and did. You yeah.
0: Know? No, yeah, that's true. And I, I mean, I guess it's, it's, um, what is it? I guess it's, uh, planned in the sense that, like, uh, like he didn't pay the guy. No, yeah, no. Uh, it's, uh, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to Does think of how to word this. That would make everything cheaper. Yeah, no, this is, yeah. I mean, it is, it is reality. It is yeah. reality in the sense that there are, I don't want to say victims. I know people are, I think probably yeah that's the controversy now that's the controversy is that these are you know the critique of this show is people didn't expect to have a fake gas
3: company yeah right or
0: you know uh faking looking for gold in a grandpa's backyard so you can feel (laughs) emotions uh in your own rehearsal yeah and when this started like people were like this is manipulative
2: like when the first episode came out Like, this is manipulative of these people. And I started to be like, I don't know about that. And then more episodes came out, and he was, like, sleeping in some guy's bed, and he was, like, doing all this crap and, like, re-traumatizing people with specifically the traumas that they have.
3: Yeah.
2: And, uh... I can't defend him anymore actually. I think it, yeah, he is manipulative.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I don't know how far. Okay, I part of me rewatching it It's interesting because like watching it on a weekly basis feels so much more different than watching like it all at once. Four episodes. I think I, I don't even I didn't even finish rewatching it. Uh, for this, no, like, I fell
2: asleep this because I was sick.
0: Yeah, but like even rewatching it, seeing it seems like such a more natural mm. pushing of a boundary than I've than I remember. I, I remember it being jarring every episode, but okay, I think. <sighs> Well, I don't think it
2: matters how jarring or how natural boundary pushing is.
0: Yeah. I think it's still boundary pushing. Yeah, it's still pushing boundaries and doing some questionable things. Yeah. But. (sighs) I'd be lying (laughs) if I said it wasn't fucking hilarious.
2: No, it's funny. Yeah. That's the thing. Bad things are funny, you know, like uh, shitty, abusive uh, behaviors, manipulative behaviors are funny. It, that's the natural reaction which sucks yeah it sucks you know it's it's
0: I don't know it's jaw on the fucking floor you know yeah just it's, being in shock for
2: it's the comedy of uh, you know comedy is um, a benign violation you know what I mean mm. it's you have to violate something go against a norm right but you have to do it in such a benign way that it's not So overly shocking. So like, you know, like saying slurs is not funny because there's no benignness to saying slurs. You're still doing a bad thing. Yeah. But being a little shitty Mm. can be funny. But if you did that just like every day in your life, you're an asshole. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (sighs) Yeah. And that's what's like crazy. I feel like that's where... (laughs) it's weird because yeah it's the it's the being a little shitty is what okay a it's what nathan kind of does mm-hmm. he does act a little mm-hmm. shitty yeah and it progressively gets arguably more shitty and also more ridiculous too yeah in the ways that he's being shitty
2: he's a, he's masterful at like blowing up a concept
0: yes yeah
2: that's pretty much what the whole show is it's just he is blowing up one concept
0: yeah or as even big as it can yeah and like even blowing up the concept of you know like i mean i think like blowing up the concept of practicing how you're gonna talk to somebody you know yeah yeah and, and like, like how far are you going to go to rehearse rehearse what you're gonna when you lie about your master's degree yeah if you don't respect any boundaries at all yeah <laughs> yeah you don't respect and that's the thing too is like i remember i was watching this video i say about how really in the first episode nathan isn't the worst liar yeah he's it's, not the villain really it's the guy that decided to go through with it and yeah. then film himself and his friends uh literally and also like say that the friend is going to be real shitty when he says this. When she's not. She doesn't
2: end up being shitty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's weird.
2: Well, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of judgmental of those people. Like I think like it's very difficult to be judgmental of anyone other than Nathan because they're people that are just exist and are living their lives just like you would meet on the street, you know. Mm. Um it's crazy that they like accept to do these things. But also I feel like that's more of just like what I take away from it is I think most people would, <laughs> if they had the ability, I think they would. And I think that's like something where people have these very rigid standards about humanity, about they would never do that. They would never do that. When really those are rules that are informed by society, hmm. quote unquote society. Yeah, <laughs> we,
0: Yeah, we live in that, yeah.
2: Well, and how we've been taught about, you know, how we're supposed to view strangers and other people Mm. when in reality, we have no fucking clue how they're going to react. And I think that's the beauty of Nathan for you and the rehearsal is they're making these crazy decisions and they're doing crazy shit and you have no idea what they're doing. And that's just the nature of strangers and people we don't know because we're never going to know exactly what makes them behave the way that they do. Yeah. Yeah. It's just if you put them in weird situations, and that one—that is what makes it manipulative, because you're Nathan is taking a person and putting it into a situation where he can completely control it.
0: Yeah, to just to see what they do,
2: and just record what them. They do Yeah,
0: and record and under <laughs> the guise of yeah, and under the guise of helping someone and it go gives, through every possible scenario.
2: And it gives us the. Uh, it's it's like nathan is a jester and he brought in a bunch of rats but the rats are human beings and we are the king and we get to judge them for our amusement yeah that's how it feels and it's like well maybe not maybe it shouldn't actually be like that so i understand the criticisms a little bit yeah
0: yeah i get that i i
2: understand that point and i think actually this is more of an artistic uh, response to the criticism of Nathan for you—that's my interpretation of
3: it—is
2: mm. that now it's as if the Jester did that first, like a year ago, and now the Jester has come back with the rats. But he's now having a introspective moment of if I should do this or not, <laughs> and who am I? <laughs> Maybe I'm the actual rat, and the rats are the good people. You know? Yeah. But then the shitty the funny part is most of these people are anti Semitic and drunk drive. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's the just thing, who they is are. That it yeah. brings
0: out it also happens to bring out some of the worst in people. Those are the things that go into the episode, you know. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of anti Semitism. There's a lot. Starting in episode Two really. Yeah. And I think that's been it's brought up at least once or twice every episode after that.
2: Yeah, and it almost seems like the main theme to me. It ends up being like the real theme at the end, you know? Which is uh the kind of blurring of the boundaries between Nathan and the people. You know. He starts as being like, I am a third party observer. And then slowly starts taking more control.
0: He's the guy.
2: He's acting with the background people. He's teaching them. And then he becomes a part of the scenario with Angela. Yeah. You know, and then he continues to be, you know, he interferes with the guy uh,
0: talking to his brother. Because he says something anti-Semitic. Yeah. Yeah. But then the brothers just like, oh, I mean, if that's what, you, and Nathan's like, well, I mean, if that's what you think would happen, then I won't stop you. But also, like, yeah, that's a little I, weird.
2: And I think there's an interpretation you can make about that, which is, you know, you you can never be truly a third party individual, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, and then there's that that sixth episode where he tells the kid, <laughs> "No, I'm your dad." No, no, I'm not even talking about. I'm talking about the oh. When he's telling the kid, "Oh, I'm going to hell because I'm Jewish." We, have, we're not even there at the.
2: Oh yeah,
0: um, the kids are being taught uh, Judaism, and then
2: they're also being taught Christianity as well because yeah. they're supposed to be living in a household that has both a uh, hyper-religious Christian and Nathan, who is like, "Wait a minute, maybe I don't want Christianity to be forced on my kids." Yeah. I'm so t- for this to be realistic, I should actually teach them Judaism as well. Yeah. So that, and then, but then the kids are actually being taught that as children, so then they go home and they start talking about Judaism with their also shitty religious Christian mother, because they exist a lot more than we think, and the mom has to go to Nathan and be like, can you tell him that you're going to burn in hell for being a Jew so that he knows not to respect Judaism? And then Nathan has to go and be like, yeah, so I'm going to, it's good that you're a Christian, you you don't want to be Jewish, because, um... I'm gonna burn in hell
0: yeah it's fucking like wild (laughs) and then yeah and then that's the um well I mean that's also the thing that like um Nathan's involvement I think what is it after the second episode Mm -hmm. gets to the point where it it's slowly him taking control and making it his own thing and then taking control of other people's lives starting in I think the fourth episode really yeah where he's teaching the fielder method (laughs) well he's like meddling in reality yeah
2: it's the point was let's imitate reality you know what i mean yeah and um then he goes well wait this isn't realistic enough because of what he perceives as realistic for him is not the same as what the people in the um in the scenarios perceive as realistic
0: oh yeah because then there's a there's a moment where he's like i people are just gonna go along with something no matter how yeah vague it may per- seem you because, know people are lying to themselves i think is like kind of yeah i think yeah. that's
2: mainly the point which is people go in saying that they want these scenarios so that they can you know learn how to react but really what they want is a controlled scenario where they're the victor you know yeah and then nathan is like well okay no that's not gonna work because that's not what the project is about so i'm going to go in and make it seem like uh and make it actually reality so i'm going to go in and provide conflict for you to overcome yeah but in doing that he forces his own perception of (laughs) Conflict which is what makes it funny because it's He's Nathan Fielder so if Nathan yeah. Fielder was the only was God And was the guy <laughs> that was gonna put In conflicts for you it would Include going and digging up gold with an old man who's going to die a, m- a week later. Yeah, and
0: there's that there's that part in the first episode <laughs> where it's, oh, what would happen if she reacts badly? Core's friend reacts bad- badly, and then they have the other table goes, that guy doesn't even have a master's degree? Who doesn't have a master's degree? Right, yeah. And, then the, and the loser of today's <laughs> trivia is Core.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: That's the comedy part of
2: it, but it's also like you could see that as uh... Nathan creating a scenario that is never going to exist. Yeah. In the same way that the people reacting in ways that make them look good are also never going to exist. Mm. It's going to always be like a medium, you know. Yeah. So if you were a person that had social anxiety, it, those are the things that you think of of what's the worst case scenario? I'm going to get murdered. I don't know. <laughs> and uh when I go to CBS Or I go there and I look like an idiot and I don't want to do that because I don't want to feel bad and I don't want to look like an idiot. But then if you go and say that you do actually look like an idiot, you leave and you get over that feeling.
0: Yeah. But no.
2: (laughs) That's the reality of it. But you can't mimic that reality because you have no idea what's going to happen or how you're going to feel and how you're going to react to that feeling. You know?
0: Yeah, I get that.
2: So it's funny. It's fun. It's a funny fucking idea. It's just a wonderful premise because in the beginning, it's Nathan trying to help other people. And then by the end of it, he's very obviously helping himself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've been oftentimes been told that my personality is off putting
2: (laughs) Yeah. And it's just him realizing that this is the only way that he's connecting people. He needs this project, you know?
0: Yeah. jesus man i love this show it's really good it's really fucking good man
2: it is really good yeah it really sets your brain alight with all the different possibilities that it could be you know yeah this is (laughs) yeah which probably even my interpretation isn't even correct it's probably like i don't even know maybe they probably just did it to do it and then thought in the moment this is funny i'm gonna do this yeah
0: you know how do I, how do I push people into saying the worst things? Uh, okay. Or, so question, what do you feel about the last line?
2: You know, the wait, aren't you supposed to be my mom? And he says, no, I'm your dad. How do you feel about that line?
0: I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't think I really like it, can it that go, much. <laughs> I think it can go either way. Yeah. I think it's either. See, this is where I'm like, okay. I think by this point in the show, he knows how it's going to come out like mm-hmm. uh, uh production wise editing wise he knows what the full story is
3: mm-hmm.
0: start to end right yeah and if it and this is where i that's where i bring in and i force upon this the hero's journey
2: <laughs> yeah
0: where it's like this is this is the change this is we've already passed the point where he's returned to form of Acting as another person, (laughs) but not really. Yeah. It it. (laughs) So plot wise, it's him just breaking down, shattering the idea that he's someone else, and this is all for him. Yeah. The uh, the on the flip side, it's a joke. (laughs) Right. It's the last. I mean, because no. Okay. No matter what, it's the last punchline.
2: This entire thing is also he's the Nathan character. Yeah. He's the Nathan character if HBO Max gave, gave him $25 him $20 million, million dollars. yeah. Um which is so funny. But like cuz I was just watching um a clip where he says, "Do you drink your grandson's pee?" And the guy goes, "Yes." And then he's <laughs> talking, he was like, "Wait, you really drink your grandson's pee?" And he says, "Yes." And he goes, "Why do you do that?" He says, "Because it's good for you." And he's like, "Wait, why?" And then Nathan breaks character because it's so absurd. Yeah,
0: there's only been so many times where he breaks (laughs) character.
2: And he just like starts laughing, and you can see a normal person
0: beneath the veneer of Nathan Fielder. Yeah, where he's like, "Wait, what
3: What you say? Yeah,
2: (laughs) what's up? What are you talking about?"
0: (laughs) I know there was a one time where like he, I don't remember what it was. I know there's like a gif of him like. Um, dressed as an elf and like talking to other dudes and i think one of the guys says something so crazy (laughs) that for just a split second you see a smirk on nathan's (laughs) face yeah yeah and it's like i think the show doesn't have those character breaking moments because i think this is slightly more it's more important that he is nathan
2: yeah for the story
0: I will say, though, maybe the only times close to a breaking of the character where his real opinions comes out is with Angela.
2: Yeah. During a
0: lot of those fights that they have.
2: Yeah, if he did the thing with the kid about the... (laughs) Eating poop. About eating poop. And Angela said that it
0: was, it was satanic. satanic. And then I, I think that literally the response, well, how about you just give me a list of all the things that are satanic? I
2: think that's actually him. I think that's, that's him. That's like, like a real
0: relationship That was like a fight. real, like, yeah, fight. Yeah. And that's like, I think, the, <laughs> but it's also so fucking funny. <laughs> during that whole fight where it's like okay you know what sketch comedy is you have to elevate you have yeah to he's like actually like explaining I think, what sketch comedy is
2: right like i think that is who actual nathan fielder is, is he's just like he's just like me for real you know yeah he's just like a fucking guy that's in the comedy and into like the structure of it yeah like i can imagine nathan fielder starting out doing stand-up comedy and falling in love with crowd work Yeah, <laughs> because he has this talent for finding crazy people and like finding them and finding people that look normal and people that you wouldn't normally judge right and then being probing them for something crazy and then they say something crazy and then him really harping on that he has a real talent for that which that is a skill like you know fucking you can do crowd work and find a guy and it's what do you do for work i'm a clown all right because you don't know what to say yeah. because you're bad at this. Next guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you have to you have, to have, like, that wit, you know? And he's good at that. So I think that's why he fucking... I think he genuinely has a love for the people that he brings on the show. Yeah. And tries to treat them with an amount of respect.
0: <sighs> yeah, and it's weird. Yeah, and then, like...
2: <laughs> but I think this was more to show, like the conflicts that nathan has with the people
0: on the show on the show and i think that's what i mean that's what is brought up when he decides to stage his own i think the first time he stages a rehearsal exclusively for him is during the actors thing yeah where it's like oh i'm gonna put myself in the eyes of
2: yeah, that's the first time that he hires someone to be him so that he could view himself from a third-party perspective.
0: Yeah. And how he would feel about the And that's guy when it that, gets meta, where it's like, oh, this is... He's reacting to
2: a perception of him because the he's only seeing a perception of himself from the actor that has looked at him and tried to act like him. Yeah. And so now he's reacting on feelings that he had of a perception of himself of that actor feelings that he personally has of himself in a third-party perspective i don't know it gets really messy and i it's i feel like you, you shouldn't it's done specifically so you can't like over analyze it because it, it's just comedy man
0: yeah it it's is just, just comedy, comedy. Baby.
2: it's not that deep really
0: yeah and i think that <laughs> that last episode is like the comedic like that yeah. is the comedic like punchline is He's willing to make a 20-year-old man act like a six-year-old and then also use a fake uh, mannequin <laughs> yeah. to pretend to be, <laughs> to try and figure out why a, a literal kid got attached to him during the rehearsal. Yeah,
2: because the kid didn't have a dad.
0: Yeah, and then what is it? I think that's also him breaking
2: care. I don't think he was in character when he was really upset that the kid got attached to him.
0: No, I don't think so either. Yeah. yeah. I think, like, when he was in that actual house, he was trying to do everything he could. To, to... help the family. Yeah, because, yeah. like, he didn't... That was an unintended consequence. Yeah. That wasn't expected. And, like, I think that's the, um...
2: Like, and that's why I
0: make a point to be like, this wasn't written out, because that would be crazy to write that out. No, yeah, I don't think that was written out. I think there were some things... Like, what is it? I, it, I think it's semi scripted. I think some of the stuff, not any of the interactions with real people, I mm-hmm. think is scripted, but I can't think. Okay, I think what I guess think the only scripted, way it, yeah. the only thing that is scripted is the voiceover. I guess that's the only thing I could think of. Well, yeah, but yeah, that's but a like,
2: reaction after the fact. No, you know yeah, I, mean? I know,
0: but like, I mean,
2: like, yeah, he wrote down what he was gonna say. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I, I know, said yeah, it. yeah,
0: yeah, I know, yeah, but like, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to fucking.
2: I mean scripted in the idea that he wrote it down and then did it on screen. Hmm. I don't think that exists.
0: Maybe not, yeah.
2: yeah if he that's did true. it was like uh sorry to interrupt you, but if he did it was like improved, and then he was like, Okay, yeah, I'm gonna
3: say that.
0: Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Trying to fucking think. I don't know, I lost my train of thought, but <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. But yeah, I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> sure.
2: You are saying that um you thought some of it was scripted, like the
0: Oh no, okay, yeah. I think the only thing that was scripted was the last episode. I think. You think the last episode was fully scripted? Not fully scripted, but semi scripted. I think uh which parts? Well, I think the um what is it? I think having all the fake actors come in and play different ages was scripted, I think that was <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, actually, yeah, none of it was scripted, I think. Never (laughs) mind. No, I don't know.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I think, well, the only thing that's maybe scripted is, like, the actors, what they have to do. Yeah. They're replaying a scene. But, like, yeah, of course. You know, the things that aren't obviously... I'm not... I'm trying to say that the things that happen that Nathan's like, wow, I'm shocked. I don't think he's acting that he's shocked. I think yeah that's true
0: yeah i agree with that
2: those things actually just happened yeah
0: yeah no yeah i agree with that yeah yeah i forgot what my main point was yeah i don't know
2: either like obviously there are some things where like yeah they already happened and they're saying the exact thing that somebody else said so obviously they have a script yeah but that's not what i mean i'm not saying
0: (laughs) no i i I get what you're saying i get what you're saying yeah yeah I think it's just a good show.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a good fucking it's show. It's a good watch show. It.
0: Go watch it. And I don't want to spoil too. I already spoiled all of it, but.
2: Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a different thing to watch it, though. All yeah,
0: saying all this stuff.
2: We're cheapening it.
0: Yeah, but. If you go and watch it, you're going to have a good time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Bam. Reddit stories? Reddit stories. Reddit
2: stories. Do you want me to go first? I ain't going Because mine's yeah. really, really short.
0: Yeah. I mean, you should go first anyway. That's, well. that's the system. You go first No, I go. you go
2: first with Reddit stories, and then I go first. And then I do the listener stories. Uh that's yeah. what happened last week. You look it up.
0: I don't I don't think that's what happened.
2: Alright, so this is <laughs> um I think this was just posted in R slash Walt Disney World. Um and it's titled Uh Not Tipping at Disney World slash Orlando Resort Restaurants. Oh,
0: All right. Interesting. Uh f- disclaimer. You Disney fucks. I used to work at Disney.
2: We're Disney haters. Hashtag yeah. Disney haters. And not just Disney adult haters. All Disney haters. All Disney. All Disney. It's not, not all, hashtag not all Disney. Strike through it if we had.
0: <laughs> hashtag all Disney. <laughs> hashtag all Disney. <laughs> hashtag all Disney. No, yeah. So yeah, so okay. Someone who used to work at Disney in an untipped position, but mm-hmm. I still have, I think I still have a right to complain about this person i currently work in a position where uh i need tips so i'm ready let's go
2: okay hi all i am a brit going to disney world florida
0: shortly of course it's a brit of course listen good yeah. on, good on the brits for you know not having a, a system of tipping and actually paying people they do come here a lot but they do come here a lot
2: specifically orlando
0: to the go disney, to disney world yeah so all right
2: off to a good start off to a great start i am a brit going to disney world florida shortly we will not be tipping at any restaurants as i calculated that the servers earn more than most of our jobs over here if they're constantly getting 20 percent tips from each table
0: that is a very generous
2: yeah you're assuming that they get tips ever like yeah yeah
0: that's a little ridiculous (laughs) that's pretty crazy that's a wild thing to assume all right let's go let's fucking go then yeah
2: they probably earn more than me we are planning on saying we will make a cash chip and then just quickly vacating will this work
0: (laughs) no it's not gonna work are you fucking kidding me i
2: mean like okay you could but it's not like the waiter is gonna ask you to tip yeah, there's not that would be. Yeah, I don't think that's in our Listen, weird, confusing tipping culture that is considered rude.
0: Yeah, it is a for thing the to waiter do. to
2: ask to be fairly compensated.
0: Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it is weird. Yeah, it's a bad culture, but yeah. it, it's what we have.
2: Yeah, because they earn like three dollars an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, you base. deciding not to tip isn't like you're not like fighting the man.
2: No, you're fighting the person yeah. in front of you.
0: Just because you think everyone else tipped, tw- ridiculous to think that other people tipped 20%. That's not how it works at all, baby. Yeah. Some people just write down like $3. You know, like, yeah. Jesus. Are you fucking kidding? That's ridiculous, yeah. dude.
2: Oh, okay. I do want to ask because, like, okay, imagine that um, you're at like a coffee shop. Mm hmm. And, uh, like Stardust or something yeah. near here. Um, fucking, if you were at a coffee shop and the bill that you had was, like, eight bucks, how much would you tip?
0: Uh, like, two or three bucks. I mean, that's the thing, is yeah. that that's a coffee shop. I feel like if you're at a restaurant, you get a $40 meal and then you tip two dollars. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay, I get that. I understand that. I usually always tip 20%, but then sometimes people get mad at me if I have a really low bill and I only tip like a dollar 50 because then they go that's not a tip. That's nothing.
0: Well, the difference between okay, so like I feel like at a coffee shop mm-hmm. where tipping is available, right? Yeah. And like is there I think the throughput of more there's more people even if the money's less. So mm. I am making the assumption that most people tip, and I think most people do tip from what I've seen on my end. Oh, okay. So I do know that most people will tip uh, for the most part, right? And I know yeah. that I tip, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, but when you have like a low throughput, yeah. and like restaurants are low throughput, but they have high cash, Okay. so there's more tips, the percentage is about the same, but like the bills are higher, you know? Yeah. And then if the percentage is the same-
2: I just want to do the right thing. I yeah. don't know. But is tipping 20% always the right thing?
0: I think the minimum is 15% and yeah. I think anything above that is better, you know. I think like if you like I mean it, if you decide to tip double whatever your amount is, that's cool, but mm-hmm. like I don't know. I don't think that's like I think that would be like kind of a crazy thing, you know. Yeah. So like
2: always have to tip at least five dollars or something
0: yeah like a five dollar minimum especially if your interaction is only like three minutes
2: yeah like not very serviceable you know which i don't expect also from a i think it's okay for a coffee shop person to be like rude but then when there's tipping involved it's like
3: <laughs> yeah know? i mean
0: i mean yeah and i, I think feel a like, little
2: gotten away from but that could just be like my shitty interpretation you know
0: yeah i don't know but i think it's weird to i think it's weird to assume everyone does it because that's fucking laughable i assume no one does it and i think that's a better way to look at it is like no one does it but i think like yeah the more the biggest problem is that there is a tipping culture yeah and like i mean like fuck we work for tips like
2: (laughs) Yeah, true. Like, literally, this yeah. this
0: podcast, yeah. And I think, like, uh, what is I it? don't
2: get irritated when we don't get tips, because I would just be irritated every second of the day. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, <laughs> you know? no one tipped, no, me tipped me today. today. But no, like, it's, um, I don't know, I, but the difference here is, like, we make, we do make a product, and we do make money off of it without the tips.
2: And we're not, like, customer-facing, where, like, not a lot of our listeners or uh, people that comment are really that shitty yeah you know so it doesn't make our job like harder we don't have hard
0: jobs no of course not this
2: is not a hard job to do yeah so i mean yeah i don't know That yeah. it's completely different i think in food service yeah um yeah so anyway comments i somehow doubt a waiter in disney is making more than op who can afford to take their family on an international trip to disney world yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, Do they want to meddle for their crappy opinion? I live two hours away from Disney World. I can't even afford the trip anymore. Dude is complaining about traveling overseas and paying for such a trip. Quick service is a thing there. Much cheaper than sit down restaurants.
0: Yeah. So like at that point, just don't go to a fucking restaurant then. And don't go to a bar either. Right.
2: If you're just not going to tip. That's, yeah, yeah. Usually, if you can't afford a tip, you can't afford the food. You know, you can't true. afford the service. Yeah. Um, copied verbatim on uh, OP's comments. On careful reconsideration, because the original got removed, obviously. On careful reconsideration, I have decided that we will tip a flat fifteen percent, but only if the server is friendly. Most servers in the UK act like they don't want to be there, so I have a bad impression of them sounds like there's a bigger problem at hand sounds like you're a terrible customer yeah i feel like if everyone you if every single waiter that you meet is mean to you
0: you're doing you're doing something Cause something like, that you're doing is rude right i feel like unless there is something <laughs> over there that's not over here because like i i i don't think it's even like that much of a mixed bag i feel like most waiters and waitresses i've had are fine yeah they're, they're no, decent they're yeah uh and they're also just doing their jobs, like what the fuck?
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I have another comment. Yeah. No, they don't. I'm in the UK and they only act like that when assholes like OP is there. Also, I hate the tipping culture and I think it's disgusting workers only have to rely on tips because this pay is shit and isn't enough to live on. That said, whenever I go to America, I always tip twenty percent plus because it's not the workers' fault. Yeah. The pay problems in America need to be fixed, but never will but never will because the companies are making more profit this way
0: exactly yeah they put they make you pay their wages basically like here's the thing i think it would be cool i think tipping should still exist but also they should be getting paid 15 an hour or something minimum wage yeah yeah i think that's you know i think yeah whatever they the pay is (laughs) yeah yeah it doesn't have to be minimum wage (laughs) only seven dollars that's all you seven dollars yeah but no i think yeah i don't uh, it's i don't think we should live in a world where it's one or the other i think both is fine especially if like You know, if you wanted to become a waiter and, like, you decide, like, oh, I'm going to be as nice as I can be and, you know, like... Or, like, what if you don't get customers in? That's the thing, yeah. If you don't have a customers, you're fucked. You're still working. And you're still working. You should still get paid for maintaining the restaurant, you know, or bar or, you know, whatever the fuck it is.
2: Everybody should be paid a livable wage, man.
0: Yeah. And I think tipping should be, like, an extra... Not fee, but like an optionary, like an option for you. Yeah,
2: if they go above and beyond, they get a tip. Yeah, know?
0: exactly. But yeah. yeah, no, yeah, like shit. Uh,
2: translation: After a dozen people, inclu- including a couple of fellow Brits, called me an asshole, I have slightly reconsidered my stance. But those bitch waiters better be nice to me.
0: <laughs> those fucking asshole waiters better be nice. I don't know. i mean, just. Free your service people, nice. I don't know. Like, shit. I'm
2: so confused. I mean, I know that, like, uh, people from other cultures come to America and they see the tipping culture and they're like, I really don't understand it. And it is confusing. It is
0: confusing, yeah. So
2: I'm not, like, you know.
0: I will say it's a little weird, too, sometimes because I know there's places that have, like... I understand like uh, guarantee gratuity for like tables of six plus. Yeah, that makes that, sense. That's, I'm fine with that. Yeah, put and it then on a extra tip on charge. top of that though. But then yeah, they force you like oh yeah. they don't they don't make it clear that there is that so then they still put the line down. Yeah, Which, I mean don't get me wrong, make your money. But like, yeah, but get your bags, sis. But like I do feel like that is a little not predatory but like shitty.
3: Oh,
2: yeah, a little to bit like
0: yeah. make it confusing you know
2: usually those tables are like 300 bucks but then also yeah the waitress is doing a lot more work so yeah the waiter or be, waitress yeah. yeah
0: so it should be like a little bit like yeah get paid more if you're doing more of that yeah. work so i don't know yeah fucking um, hmm.
2: damn i don't know i just thought that was a funny one
0: yeah god i think everyone at disney should be tipped
2: Key. if
0: you have to work at disney you're forced
2: uh, to smile
0: yeah if you're forced to smile you should, you have, should get money you should have a fucking little pouch you should, you should on like, you somewhere
2: random money all day
0: yeah i think if you're like uh <laughs> you should have like a little like pouch pocket right here that just says tips, tips accepted yeah
2: tips please and people just reach on top of
0: the 15 dollars that disney should be paying people yeah, like, yeah exactly i think that's more than i think that's a a uh good it's thing a- okay yeah all right i got it sweet so, this is also from Europe. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't realize that Interesting. was going to be. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? We got a on. European theme. Yeah, shit. Very European this episode. <laughs> All right. So I'm not this,
3: So, this comes to us from Am I the Asshole? Okay. Am I the Asshole for not giving my son
0: credit because he embarrassed me in <laughs> front of my friends? Okay. My son is calling me the asshole and embarrass me in front of my friends. Okay. A couple of days ago, we decided to watch the Leeds versus Chelsea Premier League match. As usual, I put a bet of 10, I think those are pounds, 10 pounds, and I occasionally ask what my son thinks. I predicted 5-0 to Chelsea and put 20 pounds on it as I was confident as my son predicted 3-0 to Leeds and I put a tenner on it. As we saw, Leeds actually won 3-0, which was 200-1. Meaning for every one pound you bet on it, you get 200 pounds in return. Holy shit. I got 2,000 pounds for that bet and lost the $20. I was chuffed and when my friends next came around, I told them that I won 20 pounds because I guessed the scoreline corrected. To which my son interjected and said that he was the one who guessed correctly. I denied his claim and said that I was the one who guessed correctly to avoid the embarrassment of losing 20 pounds and what? ever since my son has been calling me the asshole and telling him that the two grand was sh- solely his doing. I understand, to be honest. However, I think he should make the sacrifice so I'm not embarrassed in front of my friends. Am I the asshole? Yes. Obviously. <laughs> I'm
2: confused my sports the, betting. Uh, am I the asshole <laughs> for
0: lying to my friends that, and making my son look like a fucking you idiot? You made 2,000 pounds. <laughs> But you're embarrassed that you lost twenty. The fuck is texting? Get out of here. But yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. People, man.
2: People are people, wild, man. Bro, people. I lost one thing,
0: but earned a lot of another thing. I
2: can't admit
0: that I, I, I that I lost my own flesh and blood.
2: Was wrong about a fucking Sports? soccer <laughs> game. <laughs> so i have to uh ruin the reputation i have with my son my
0: flesh and blood my own flesh and blood because i can't have an underling look better than me because my son is below me literally like yeah that's crazy that's a wild fucking person
2: (laughs) i saw this on am i the devil when i was looking for his shit and the title for the post was grow the fuck up (laughs)
0: And that's to the son, right? Because clearly he needs to, grow, he up needs and to grow up and take the sacrifice. <laughs> sacrifice. I think when you start using the word sacrifice. Like do like, I,
2: therapists. I always <laughs> wonder if like therapists are like sitting and then they're, you know, they're like, yeah, so what happened? Oh, you know, uh, this shit happened with my son. But I think he should just he's calling me an asshole. But I think you should just take the sacrifice. Like do therapists just want to say like. What the fuck is you, wrong with you? What are you saying Why right would now? you say the word sacrifice? Do you want to get on the podcast, Fox?
0: Fox is climbing up on me. Yeah. Fuck. Put her claws in me. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, yeah. I think, yeah, once you start saying sacrifice, I feel like the therapist's like, red flags start going. But yeah. Come? Fox wants to go on my lap, but I don't know. Uh, I think she knows how to. Hold on, everybody. But yeah, you can keep Yeah. Hold
2: yeah. on. Oh. Oh.
0: There she is. I got fucked. She's in my lap. She's
2: in her she's in his lap.
0: But yeah, no, I think it's weird to be like Yeah, right? Am I the am I the asshole for gaslighting my, my son? And thinking that he actually he shouldn't he should never be right ever. Yeah. And if he is right, I'm gonna fucking kill him.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna sacrifice him.
0: I'm gonna sacrifice him to the soccer gods. Like to- Abraham and Isaac. Yeah. God. What an asshole. What a dick. What a fucking dick that mom is. Jesus. That was a mom? <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, I thought it was a dad. I think it was, um...
2: Me and my gender stereotypes.
0: Can you pass me my phone?
2: No. We're just gonna, not gonna know.
0: Damn. The parent.
2: The parent. They. Yeah, them. The non-binary parent.
0: Yeah. Non-binary royalty. Yeah. I'm just petting Fox right now. That's what This is the petting Fox cast.
2: I think we have to go into ads now, right? Yeah,
0: we do. And her tail is real excited for it. Let's uh, go into ads. Let's do it. Welcome to the ad break. Hello. Hey, are you enjoying this epic podcast so far? Are you? Are you? I am. Then you better like, comment, subscribe, and hit the goddamn bell and share it. Hit that dang bell, bro. And don't forget to rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple. Do it. If you want to. If you feel like it. Yeah. Okay. don't if you want to help the podcast financially there's a couple ways to do it if you go over to buymecoffee.com forward slash apwstr or read whatever you have to say for just three bucks of coffee do we uh do we have any all right fucking i don't think there's any coffees this week i think we read all of them last Mm -hmm. week
2: dang that's okay
0: AdSense, AdSense, and sexual pizza pirate yeah all right yeah So yeah, we have no coffee this week, which is fine. Yeah, that's fine. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash apwstr and you can do a monthly donation or a monthly fee, and you get exclusive content and podcasts earlier and ad-free without this bullshit.
2: This bullshit.
0: And we also have an affiliate link to Skillshare. We do. Down in the link in the description below. And if you click on the link and you sign up, you'll get a one-month free trial on us. They're just that fucking cool, man.
2: We are that, that fucking cool, dog. Yeah,
0: we got we to got, we learn some learn some cool shit on Skillshare.
2: Also, I want to read some fucking recent reviews, dog. <laughs> this one's called on Apple Reviews, called A, a Good One.
0: Oh, yeah, we're also going to start reading reviews during this segment.
2: Yeah, so if you want us to read something, then put in your review. Obviously not going to read anything homophobic, racist, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Same thing for Buy Me a Coffee. Yeah. Finding this podcast was the only good thing TikTok ever did for me. I subscribed to a bunch of advice slash am I the asshole podcasts I found on the app just because I needed to kill time. But now APWS is the only one I will make time to keep up with. It's also the only podcast that doesn't compel-, compel me to skip the ads or banter. Thank you. The hosts feel genuine and candid in their delivery, but not in a way that feels like forced edginess. They really hit that perfect vibe of your friend coming up to you and saying, dude, you got to hear about this fucked up thing that happened. I don't know if we can curse and refuse and then sending you a quality meme to help balance out the heaviness. Anyway, even if you're debating over whether or not to pick up yet another Reddit stories podcast, give this one a shot. There's more to this show than just Reddit stories. And those additions enhance the show for me instead of feeling like filler. Now that I'm no longer using TikTok, I'm glad I have this podcast as a souvenir. Thank you so much. Thank you. We appreciate hmm. it. Nice. Any other reviews? Uh, incredible. Love every moment of this. Five stars.
0: Nice. Uh,
2: Any think, recent reviews? Yeah. yeah. I don't think those are recent. <laughs> I think yeah. those are from
0: probably months ago because I, I know those ones. Yeah, those, those are ones. from
2: uh, August. Those are both from August.
0: Uh, okay. Within the month. Damn. Nice. How about that? Incredible. Yeah. But yeah thank you all for those reviews Thank you all for supporting the podcast Yeah thank you Back to the show
2: Back to the show
0: Let me change the lights It's listener stories time (laughs) Thank you for waking up the listeners That (laughs) that fall asleep to this podcast Thank you Alright I'm ready Okay let's go
2: This is from anonymous they them she he Am I the asshole for not being attracted to my boyfriend Carly (laughs) title Okay I, 23 non-binary, have been dating my partner, 25 male, for about two years now. We had been friends since middle school, but I wasn't ever really attracted to him. We started sleeping together casually as friends in high school and pretty much until we ended up dating. I had left a really unhealthy living situation and was very depressed at the time. He is such a kind-hearted person he basically saved me and helped me move. I was still drinking heavily then, now pretty sober, and we just kinda ended up dating. Somehow. I already loved him as a person. We were sleeping together, so it just made scene, uh, scenes to date, I guess, sense. Uh, I've been polyamorous since I was 17, but he isn't. I kind of assumed at some point I would find myself attracted to him, but I still am not. I love him, but we don't even have sex anymore. It's been months, and he doesn't even seem bothered by it. I've always been hypersexual, but I just don't want to sleep with him. It gives me the ick. He's madly in love with me, and I don't know if I should suggest we try to be polyamorous or if I should just break his heart and leave. My heart is just not in it. I thought after years of dating abusive men, dating a real-life angel of a person would be the smart thing to do. He's my best friend, and I want him to be happy, but there is no future in this relationship. I'm not happy with him, and I want true love with passion. I can't tell if I'm the asshole for wanting to leave a great relationship just because sex isn't a thing. That can happen, especially since his physical disabilities keep him from being able to have sex very actively. He's the best guy on the planet, but I can't stand the idea of being with a man forever who is the opposite of how I describe my ideal person physically. I can't tell if I'm just being shallow or or if I should accept that relationships have ups and downs. Am I the asshole?
0: Um, this that is sounds not a like normal a down. Pretty big incompatibility, it feels like. Yeah. There was a fly next to me. But yeah, no, I think, yeah, like.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it should at least be a conversation.
3: Yeah. Because
2: he's okay with being polyamorous and you. But it seems like you don't really want the relationship to continue anyway.
0: Yeah, it doesn't even seem like polyamory is the issue here. It just seems like you don't. You don't like this guy. Anymore, yeah. Which is, it doesn't mean like. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means you don't like him.
2: Yeah, like nobody has to, like Like, when you're in a relationship. Your partner can be the best, most awesome, perfect person. You can still not like them. Yeah. That can happen. It's not like everybody who is a good person deserves to, to be, be in a relationship loved, yeah, and like deserve, with anyone. Well, I mean
0: everyone deserves to be loved, but it doesn't mean that you have to love them, you know? Like Yeah, it's yeah. not like
2: they just you know, everybody is working everyone. to be the best person that they can be so they can pick and choose whoever they so want. So that way
0: seven billion people can all be like, Yeah, I want that. Yeah.
2: That's <laughs> not how it works, you know? No. Um which you didn't say that, but I there are like implications that
0: you well, I mean, think you saying...
2: should love somebody
0: who is just a good person in general? No, nah, you can you can like someone that's a good person yeah. if you find yourself liking them, but you don't. Have, it doesn't mean you have to love them. No. I think love is a very strong like, you know. So it's like you don't have to strongly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I don't know. I think I think you're hurting the other person by staying in the relationship. Yeah. When you're already having thoughts of like. I don't want to be in this and I, just like prolonging.
2: Yeah. You eventually it just becomes like leading somebody on. Yeah. You know?
0: So, and it's not really like, I don't know. I, I don't know.
2: I think definitely with the structure of our society and how it's super heteronormative and everybody needs to be into sex and everybody needs to have monogamous relationships You know, I can understand going into a relationship thinking that it's going to be that and then finding out that that's not actually what you want and getting confused. So I'm not judging you for just entering the relationship. Um, But, yeah, now that you know that that's how you feel, you need to have a very frank discussion with this guy. Yeah, because it's very possible that he's just going to be like, yeah, I love you and I want you to have the best life that you can live, which if that includes not me then in romantic sense then yeah
0: that's yeah and if he's as good of a person as you think he is he'd be okay with that and then but like you know like if he goes like well what the fuck
2: well right well maybe that's why they don't want to bring it up because uh it's a trauma response you know of if i bring up conflict somebody is uh, the person that i'm bringing up the conflict with is going to get violent or you know yeah shitty emotionally um And I, not everybody does that If you it It's a hard thing to learn Because that's your body Is literally like Protecting you From that scenario Yeah But yeah event, it, Big things like this You have to actually Like talk about it
0: Yeah That's true
2: So that the other person Knows that there's a problem Yeah And just not just like You can't just like Gone girl them You know <laughs> Yeah Just
0: <laughs> Alright I'm gonna fake my death
2: <laughs> Yeah You can't do that That's like That's the toxic reaction You know I don't know, I think there's a possibility if this guy's a good guy that you guys could be friends and you oh, can yeah. go off and find a healthy relationship that has passion,
0: but yeah i don't I don't think like you're completely the asshole
2: no, i, I think I don't that's, think
0: that's yeah, I don't think you're the asshole,
2: I don't think you're the asshole at all, I just think you're confused and you yeah. need to talk to your uh, partner. partner, yeah,
3: yeah, symbols that, yeah, solved it,
0: nice, yeah. This next story comes to us from anonymous, Woo she, her. Woo. Am I the asshole for refusing to spend my last summer with my mother? I, 18 female, have spent every summer with my mother since my parents separated when I was eight. I stay with my dad the rest of the year as an informal agreement between the two for him not actually filing for a divorce. My mother is a devout Catholic, which is the root of all our problems. Before the divorce, most of my memories with my mom were in the church or doing church-related activities. And since the divorce, every summer is the same. There is no real bonding or fun, just church. It's a very old-school traditional church, so many of the sermons make me uncomfortable and feel shameful-slash-dirty when I never have those thoughts when I'm at home with my dad. Yep. This year, our relationship has been tense because I decided I'd rather take out loans with my dad's help than go to the private Catholic college which she chose for free. When she came for my graduation, she was very passive aggressive about it and also kept mentioning that this summer she had some Catholic boys she wanted me to, quote, become acquainted with <laughs> before I left for college. Oh, God. Once she left, I cried to my dad about how I really don't didn't want to spend my last summer before college away from my friends and stuck in church 24-7. Yeah. He told me that because I was 18, I didn't have to go and he'd back me up, because, but I had to be the one to tell my mom I didn't want to go. This conversation with my mom went terribly. She was very angry and didn't listen even when I suggested that instead of staying in her town all summer, we spend time traveling or doing literally anything that wasn't just church. She wouldn't budge. She claims my dad has brainwashed me and that I'm ungrateful and hate her. My aunt and grandmother have both called me and said similar things.
2: Yeah, I They bet. said
0: since I'm her only child, I should spend time with her and that wanting her child to get some time with God wasn't a bad thing. My dad has suggested maybe I just go for a week or two as a compromise, but I refused. Am I the asshole? No. Um, yeah, I've... uh, Um, that doesn't sound like a good mom. Doesn't sound
2: like... You're giving me, like, flashbacks to when I was a kid and had to go for summers to uh, to my aunt and uncle's house for, like, vacations. And I would only go for, like, two weeks. I remember, like, a handful of times where I went, and then my aunt would fucking... be like yeah so we go to mass at like 4 a.m and we're gonna go and get up at 4 a.m and you have to go to mass but don't worry there are a bunch of other blah 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 and they would put me in these like camps with these other kids and then we would have to sit through like
0: the worst like like... youth
2: group like hyper catholic bullshit (laughs) and i remember shit like um you're not going to get into heaven if you don't witness a miracle you have to witness a number of miracles before you get into heaven oh
0: man well being told
2: to i think i at the time i was like i was old for that i was like 13 14 and uh maybe i think younger actually i think like 10 11 but then the kids were like six being told that
0: Jesus Christ, actually. Yeah, that's some heavy indoctrination.
2: Yeah. And like, you know, the only way that you're going to get into heaven is if you commit yourself to Christ for the rest of your life. You know, basically what your mom is saying is she treats her religion like a cult, which not all Christians do. But, you know, she is treating Christianity like a cult and you need to go and be indoctrinated into this cult.
0: Yeah, and spend your entire summer and then go to college at a private uh, Catholic university. Yeah. And, you know... Spend your whole life in religion, basically... B- drowning in religion.
2: Giving yourself religious trauma, yeah. Yeah. Cool and awesome and fun. And now you're an adult and you you should be able to have your own opinions, but she's calling having your own opinions and wants as uh, a... <laughs> being brainwashed brainwashed
0: yeah i mean yeah that's just, that's just some like QAnon Christo fascist yeah type shit you know yeah so like yeah no you're not the asshole because you're trying to prevent yourself from like being indoctrinated no and yeah like
2: and i mean if your mom was a good mom she would
0: yeah you know be like she would come to a compromise boundaries with you. yeah and yeah. You, she would come for the compromise not yeah like not forcing you to like this wouldn't be
2: such a big fucking deal but it sucks because she probably has been brought up that way. And she's probably been indoctrinated into this cult. And she like, I don't know. If, I like, I can't even imagine telling my aunt, Hey, can we not go to mass this morning? Like uh, even as a kid, she would be like, ha ha no. What? <laughs> and not because she's like, you need to go to mass because she's like, I haven't skipped mass for like, 20 years yeah because that's how i think the sad thing is religion is a bigger part of her life than what you than what your life religion is a bigger part of her life than making sure that you live your best life and you're her daughter that's what's fucked up
0: about it. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, honestly.
2: And it's just, it's sad. But I think the best thing to do is to get yourself away from the cancer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. You're going to have to separate yourself from your mom, but, like, that's kind of the only option where you keep your sanity.
2: Yeah, it just makes me sad. It doesn't yeah. make me, like, it just, I'm like, that lady is so far gone, probably because she spent her whole life in the church.
0: Yeah. Fuck, man. You know. Yeah, not the
2: asshole. Not the asshole, man. Shit. Solved it, though. You know? Yeah. Fuck. Like, I don't know. I was talking with you and Carly recently about, like, my Anglican adventure camp experience. Oh, yeah. And I have always thought of that experience as not that religious. Like, we were the cool religious, because Anglicans are, like, the cool religious Christians. Yeah. We're we're not really that We're, like, laid back or whatever. (laughs) And, uh... Then I was talking about it and how it was like In North Carolina like on a mountain And next to a river and we had to Say bible trivia before We got our concessions after walking up A mountain After playing in a river every day
0: Yeah it sounds pretty hyper <laughs>
2: Yeah I was sitting there yeah. and saying that and you Looked at me like horrified And Carly was like what And I, I was like This is fucking crazy huh? Oh shit yeah. Oops." <laughs> I've never thought about it that way. (laughs) Very southern, very Christian upbringing.
0: Pretty fucking yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Ba da ba ba da ba. All right. Okay. We did solve it though. We did. We did solve it. Yeah. Okay. This is from anonymous. She
2: her. Cool. Itch my nose a little. Um. Am I the asshole for yelling at my husband's dad? Carly title uh, me 22 female and my husband 22 male have just recently married and we've been together since we were 18 and moved in together pretty fast he's truly the best guy his family is the opposite his mom took him away from his dad when he was six left his two older sisters behind and kept him from having contact with his dad
0: okay well that's already that's not great well, I mean, I mean, unless the dad sucks. I mean, yeah, true. Yeah.
2: However, his dad literally didn't even try very much and he didn't even care to raise his other daughters. The grandparents did. But the dad loves to play victim.
0: Yeah. Sounds like he's. All right. Yes. Yeah, so doesn't. Yeah. Jesus.
2: My husband went back to his dad's house at 15 years, but still his dad wasn't a present slash caring father. And his stepmom is a total bitch. Everyone hates her. And there are good reasons. At 17, my husband started to work with his dad, and he really does everything he can there. Works almost 10 to 11 hours, does all work needed, and his dad constantly tries his best to make my husband feel awful, like he is worthless, complains, doesn't pay him enough, and tries to
0: emotionally manipulate him. Well, (laughs) alright. Yay! Cool and fun. Cool, Um, nothing problematic here.
2: Yeah, none at all. My husband is heartbroken because he doesn't feel loved by his parents. Yesterday, his paycheck was late and we went to his dad's house there was an argument and i couldn't keep quiet i yelled about how the issue was more than that he was an awful dad who abandoned his son and technically his daughters as well never supported my husband never cared and that he was fake selfish a manipulative person exploding exploiting his son and letting his wife make hell out of his family lives family's lives and still had the audacity of acting like he was the victim because his kids quote-unquote don't love him I need you to come to my life yeah. to say that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, fuck yeah.
2: <laughs> You're awesome. I don't regret it. I regret not saying more.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I get that.
2: The dad got really mad and even physically violent with my husband when my <laughs> husband said he would not allow the stepmom to make his grandma cry anymore. Uh, The dad was stopped by my sister-in-law and her boyfriend, uh, I just couldn't keep watching and be this monster th- to the man I love and be quiet. I felt the need to comfort him. Was I the asshole? No, baby. Who's no. calling you an asshole? Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, the, the real the... asshole, yeah. is Yeah. Yeah, the one calling you an asshole by physically assaulting his own son. <laughs> like, Well, I mean, who called you? Is it the dad? Is it your husband? That would be fucking weird if it was...
2: Well, the husband works with the dad why does your husband work with his yeah, dad
0: there needs to be someone he needs that, to not do that yeah but
2: i mean you know i guess that's up to him
0: but like also like yeah that, that that's someone that needs to be cut off
2: yeah like, dude, yeah that, especially if he's getting physical yes that's uh a, that's, that's a pretty yeah bad. no
0: that's not great um yeah yeah i don't know who the fuck's calling you the asshole because you're not like yeah, yeah. who's in that Who's in your head calling you an asshole for this situation? Don't. No, you did the right thing. You stood up for. Don't
2: apologize. It's you have a partner that you love, and you stood up for them getting abused. Yeah. Yeah, that's the normal reaction. Yeah, it's a pretty when normal you see response. That happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not the asshole. I. I literally I have nothing else to say because that is.
2: Yeah, that's pretty a piece of cut shit. and dry. Yeah. God bless the parents that are never there. Don't give a shit about their children. Always make them feel like shit, and then they get upset when their kids don't love them. Yeah. (laughs) How (laughs) how do you think that love? How did that happen? Yeah, it's like almost like you're an incel that thinks you deserve like compulsory sex or something. That cell, like that's like fucking crazy. Yeah, it's like (laughs) parent cell. Like we should have a name for it. Other than narcissistic in personality dad. disorder. But, like, you know, like, in
0: dad. In dad, in mom. In mom. In involuntary dad. That's a different thing.
3: Jesus.
2: Involuntary dad cell. Yeah. I don't know. Something where you're just, like, he's, like, fucking black-pilled as a yeah, parrot. like... His parenting style is, you need to love me and let me do whatever I want. Yeah,
0: I can I can abuse you and you should be okay with it.
2: I think you're a little robot without you're feelings. You're a little robot
0: with no feelings. And, and you, you should do what I say. You should be
2: like me. I don't <laughs> care that you're 35.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just crazy to Fucking be. wild. Don't have kids, you idiot. Yeah, at that point, if you're just going to fucking... If you're just going to ruin their lives because you're a selfish asshole. And say this episode of People Not Fit to Be <laughs> Parents...
2: Yeah, that's how, yeah, honestly, that's how it feels sometimes.
0: Bryce. Anyway, fucking solved solved it. it.
2: Yeah, there's not even a problem. You solved the
0: problem. Yeah, you solved the problem by, yeah, good for you for standing up for your husband.
2: Heike, yeah.
0: Yeah. You ate. All right, so this next story comes to us from Anonymous. She, her, they, them. Fine with both. You can choose which to use. All right. What to do about on-off relationship, Carly? Title. Oh, um, okay. What should I do? This may be long. Sorry, I'm in advance. It's okay. I, twenty-one, female, and my ex, twenty, male, have been off and on dating since 2019. We have broken up two times, but we always seem to find each other again, despite the distance between our towns. We start off as best friends that grew into a relationship. We are currently friends and working on ourselves about our individual immaturity, mental illnesses, school work, etc. Basically, just scaling ourselves and working on ourselves on our own. My friends haven't really liked him, but yet again, they never truly got to hang out with him due to the distance of all our towns as we all live in different cities slash towns. My friends tend to be cruel sometimes, not only at others, but towards me at times. They continue to tell me to give up on my ex and it doesn't help that his family doesn't like me. I'm not 100% like his family. We did grow up in very similar circumstances, aka we were both raised as quote country not afraid to get in the mud or go hunting, fishing, etc. But the difference is, I'm one of four children, I'm the only daughter, and I was raised in a drama-filled family. Mm. I also have a different aesthetic than him. I'm goth country, or what they call you all alternative. That's as awesome. He is one, and he is one out of two, he's the only son, and he's a full-blown country blue-collar boy with a very small hint of goth, I can sense it, lol. God bless, yeah. Now his mom made fun of me a lot because I have sensory issues. Fun fact, I have to drive without my right shoe to feel the pedals and feel the control. Weird, I know it's annoying. So I tend to have difficulty eating certain food, textures, smells, tastes, and looks boiled down to I'm classified as a picky eater. I yeah. also have comfort foods, which leads me lead to the nickname. He his so lovingly mother gave me quote chicken nuggets, girl, or quote, Mac and cheese, girl. Fuck Two his good mom. foods. By yeah, the way, those are great foods. Yeah. yeah. I haven't had chicken nuggets since I was 13 and it's very difficult to mess up Mac and cheese. Plus I rarely eat my comfort food, comfort foods. His father was always nice to me, but he always seemed mad when I was at his house. Anyway, it's always seemed like to me that his mom had a weird faint, I love my son like he's my husband feel. Yeah. But it's very faint, so I never brought it up, and he's never noticed because he tends to ignore her. She's a boy mom, yeah. Yeah. Due to her behavior thinking, she's decided that we can't be together again, or she'll kick him out. I call BS. Also, FYI, he hates my family, and I dislike his sometimes due to how both our families treat us. Huh. But I've always tried to get his mom to like me because I genuinely thought she'd be my mother-in-law one day. I have been working very hard on myself to fix the things that need fixing. For example, I've been working on my mental health and finding self-love again and I'm very proud of that. That is good. That's good. He's been working on himself as well by exploring his emotions more and finding healthy ways to express them instead of exploding on the inside. That's good. I really do love and truly believe we were right people, wrong time types of relationships. I, for the first time in my life, see myself getting married, raising a family, and growing old with someone. Hmm. He makes things worth living for, but I don't want to rush him, so should I continue to work on myself and wait for him to be ready, or give up like my friends say and do to how his mom, his mom, family treats me? Okay, so there's a lot there. There's a lot of shit going on.
2: Yeah. I think it really does boil down to... uh, there's nothing that you said that judges him specifically.
0: Yeah, it seems like more. He of seems people like a chill guy around you. Yeah, and like even the people, like the, like you've said that your friends are kind of weird and also don't know him that well. Yeah, but still make judgments about him. Yeah, and don't treat you that well. Yeah, uh, and then the parent, his parents don't like you, but then his parents are also like weird, and then yeah. your family is weird towards him. Yeah, but you don't see anything wrong with him. So, but he has to choose you like yeah
2: do you know how many fucking boy moms are out there where they want to fuck their son they want to fuck their (laughs) son emotionally they don't want to see their son's dick they probably don't want to like get on their son's dick or whatever but they like have like a fucking emotional romantic relationship with their son and then when their son grows up and wants to fuck someone else they like freak out
0: they go momzilla like fucking
2: there's so many emotional incest, whatever you want to call it. It exists and it's a big fucking deal. For some reason, I feel like it's ingrained in Southern culture. I don't really know why. I think it's just like, a, oh, that's my boy. I'm I'm his mama. You know, Ooh, I'm a boy loves his mama. Everybody, you know, it's something like that. And I think parental relationships uh, in the South are also Oh fucking important like hmm. fucking uh when we went to New Orleans uh I met this woman uh that was taking care of my nieces and uh, the first thing she asked me is how's your mama?
0: Oh yeah. And I mean
2: I felt a societal pressure to lie and say my mom's doing fine.
0: Yeah, I get because that. Because I have no idea how my mom's doing. I have I'm not going to sit there and be like, yeah, I don't talk to my mom. I assume, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's better to say like, okay, I assume she has a pulse, so I guess she's probably fine. Yeah, well, because like the alternative is, "Gad, you don't talk to your mother?"
3: Like,
2: right. It's like uh, it's uh, I'm like I don't think she actually fucking cares if my mom is doing okay. She just <laughs> I think she it's just polite. I think
0: to ask about your mama and it's uh like nine times out of a ten not a yeah triggering question that'll like well I mean I think it is a
2: lot of times it probably is a triggering question people have complex relationships with their parents but I mean I think it's just like it's one of those southern things where you know I see you and then you have to go like all right (laughs) yeah yeah you can't say what you actually mean I don't know. It's a. It's just like a weird culture thing that you got to get through. Yeah. And I think it does. It it does lean itself to having this like weird emotional and sexual relationships between parent and child, where it's like they got to grow up someday, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) You can't just hold on to them forever. Exactly. Yeah, it's a little weird to just assume that
2: you can't control your kids. You know, honor your mother and your father, whatever you want, but like you can't control them for the rest of their lives yeah decide where their lives are gonna go um so if you were to have a relationship he would have to say to his boy mom hey if you're gonna kick me out because i want to go and be with this uh woman do it yeah kick me out Kick
0: me out and i'll just <laughs> go live with her yeah
2: yeah because it's not your problem that his mother's gonna kick him out yeah it's his mom's fucking problem yeah that she has as long long as she's gonna have to done anything to him yeah you know and similarly if like your family treats you badly it's a actually a good sign that he doesn't like your family you know
0: yeah that's true
2: it means he wants you to be treated well that's a good thing um but yeah there's not much you can do because he has to come to that decision himself yeah. If anything you can give him, I mean, and if it comes to it, you can give him an ultimatum of like I want to know where we are. Are we in a relationship or not? And then he's like, "Well, yeah, but if I say yes, then I have to get kicked out by my mom and blah blah blah." And like, yeah, that's hard, but like you have to be like, "Listen, I need to move on." Like,
0: yeah, so then
2: I need to have I want a family and I want a relationship, and if you're not able to do that, then we're just not right for each other." Hmm. No bad blood. It's just we're just not right for each other because if he's not ready to commit that hard, then it's the relationship's not going to work. It's yeah. always going to be whatever his mom wants.
0: Yeah. And yeah. then you're you're not going to have control. He's not going to have control. It's all based on yeah. the mom.
2: He's going to need to, like, make a step decision. up for yeah. himself. And yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Like, I don't know. I've had friends where. They have weird relationships with their mom. And then like it even comes down to like the wedding where like his fiance is like, I want to get married in like three months. And then he goes, well, OK, so you want to get married in three months. And then he is like, oh, but my parents don't. They wouldn't accept that. So I don't want to do that. And I remember hearing that and being like, what do you want? You <laughs> yeah, don't even know what, what you, you want, want because, because you're, you're trying to on... please." your fiancé, and also your parents. Yeah. Which is doing a disservice to your fiancé because you need to figure out what you want to tell her.
0: Yeah, shit, man.
2: You need to figure that out. And then I think eventually they did compromise because I'm like, it's either your parents or your fiancé. But, like, imagine, if you choose your parents over your fiancé, if you get another fiancé, <laughs> it's going to be the it's same, same thing. same fucking thing,
0: yeah. It's just going to, history's going to repeat itself.
2: yeah. Because it's not that they don't like your fiance, it's that they want to keep you a baby for the rest Literally of their lives, just
0: continuously infantilizing you. Because they can't want handle, control. yeah. Shit, man. I don't know, but yeah, I guess yeah, it's it's up to him. Yeah, it's not nothing to do with you at this point. Yeah. Damn.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I like don't him. know. I hope you. I hope he chooses you. And if he doesn't, I hope you find somebody that does. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Solved it. Fucking solved it, bitch.
0: Solved it. All right.
2: All right. This is from Anonymous They He. Am I the asshole for being concerned about my friend vaping? Carly Title.
0: Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Vapenish, baby. <laughs> I used to vape. That's the context. I used to vape Uh, not that often, but like... When when you smoke weed in these days, it's usually through a vape.
0: You smoke fucking weed?
2: Yeah, I did. Not now because our landlord's gonna kick us out if she finds out that we smoke weed.
0: No, yeah, I get you, but But, uh, (laughs) fucking. I think it would be really funny to be like, "How fucking dare (laughs) you stop a guy?" that's why i said yeah how fucking dare you <laughs> how stop fucking dare you yo, stop free, a guy from being so fucking country cool.
2: baby but no there are health risks or whatever yeah, there are i've health never risks. bothered to learn them because i don't want to get sad about my own health risks no. i think
0: like if you if you're if you like told your friend to stop vaping because then you like shoved a fucking like lung in his face i think that might be a little shitty well i mean i don't know
2: let's read the fucking story i'm sorry i'm okay, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, so basically my friend who will call M told me that she's vaped, and this really concerns me. She says she's only done it thirteen times, which doesn't seem much of a plausible argument to me. She told me while we were at an assembly at the end of the day, so I couldn't really react the way I feel like I should have. I have most of my friends during six period PE and that specific friend joke is that me and my two other friends, I and L, are married and the parents M and her other friend A are twins and J is the grandchild. There are other friends who are kind of in on this, but aren't relevant. M was joking around asking if she was grounded for vaping. And A also jokingly said that she was going to pull out M's hair. I jokingly in response said M was grounded until graduation, which is later this month. There are two to three main reasons why I'm concerned about M vaping. One, I keep getting those vaping info ads and clusters at random times. And now they're starting to worry me even more two my older brother 25 to 26 male smokes or does something like that he stayed with us for a little bit last school year after he got out of jail i don't remember what he did to go to jail and but he isn't a violent person at least not around me or my younger siblings i don't know if he is and highly doubt it though uh i was very much aware he would go out to his friend's car and they would use a bong I don't know how they how they work, nor do I care, but I know he used it and you could smell it on him. He used the hall closet by our front door and you could smell whatever he smoked on his stuff. And the smell stayed there for like a month after he left and his stuff was gone. He's not using the dryer sheets. Uh, My mom talked to me about some of the effects smoking can leave on people, such as preventing their brains from fully flowing or something. Okay.
0: I don't know what the fuck that I, I, okay. Someone who's straight edge. I still haven't heard that one. Yeah. (laughs) That
2: sounds not true, but maybe I don't know. That might
0: be true. There might be something about that, but okay. Uh,
2: actually I think that was one of my teachers. My dad tells me not to get too involved in my friend's problems, but I don't mind. I like helping my friends out. Is this something that I should be worrying about helping out with? I'm probably going to voice my concerns to my friend and suggest they stop or something. What should I do? Thank you for selecting this. If you did. Oh, okay.
0: Anytime i
2: mean i guess it depends on what she's vaping
0: yeah and like what are the ages again like i don't think we got them oh cool but they seem very young i'm okay so you guys said graduation okay so this is uh i think age really is important here now because it, it it's literally like i think yeah. like if you're okay like if you guys are middle schoolers vaping is bad for vaping, you okay for let's, let's let's start out with that vaping is bad vaping is bad for you better than smoking technically if if there's an alternative to like teenagers smoking and it's vaping,
2: realistically, <laughs> why am I saying this to a kid? Realistically, I feel bad because you're supposed to do the whole like if you smoke you're gonna die thing, you know, to kids, right? But
0: I think that's, I mean, that's like it's not, disingenuous. not realistic. Yeah. yeah, that's the real issue is that like they they do like the um if you smoke you're gonna get fucking lightning strikes you know like that's yeah, what it feels like
2: yeah they go there are those ads and the shit that your parents tell you go so hard to make it so that you don't do bad drugs you know yeah and but yeah like it's not ever good to put smoke yes, into your lungs and i'm
0: not gonna bullshit you and be like who cares bro fucking
2: fucking whatever vape up.
0: No, because, like, uh, I okay, so, like, uh, I will say, though, the effects are way worse the younger you are. So, like, yeah, no, like, yeah, don't, no one should be vaping in middle school. High school, it's not as bad, but probably still don't do it. And then as an adult, that you're a free, free country, but
2: (laughs) well, I mean, I think, like,
0: fuck i don't know what to say i don't, yeah. don't
2: want to be like yeah it's totally cool to smoke no, yeah i
0: don't think okay I, I there's a healthy middle ground here where it's like okay i think most people if she's
2: vaping to look cool and she's vaping nicotine that's a gateway into getting addicted to nicotine which is bad yeah that is bad but
0: having a nicotine addiction is bad
2: and it will i've known people Um, like our friend Cameron, I think he smoked cigarettes and then vaped nicotine. Yeah. And he didn't have an addiction to nicotine before he vaped, I don't think. But then, like, and then he became a person that now struggles with quitting cigarettes and vaping when he never had that problem before. Yeah. So that's dangerous. Yeah.
0: It is dangerous. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, (laughs) because it is addicting. I mean, let's see, uh, that's an addictive substance. Weed is yeah. not addictive, even
2: though you can have, like... Negative
0: uh, side effects.
3: Well,
2: yeah, it's lung- it's in your lungs. Yeah,
0: yeah. It'll yeah. still affect your lungs, you know.
2: It's not... I'm not saying that weed is perfectly fine for you and everything is great. Yeah. You know, it weed is still a drug that alters your mental state.
0: And, and the chemicals in your brain. And yeah. if you smoke it, your lungs... People that are, quote-unquote, addicted to weed
2: are because they choose like uh, they have like lifestyle choices where they would rather have a substance that impacts their brain than uh, Not. be depressed or something yeah you know uh so that's a different yeah it's just you need people that are going to be realistic with you about this shit so that you can go to your friend and be like hey why are you smoking like what's going on yeah
0: what's the what's going on here yeah because like if you're just doing it to look cool you're just gonna fucking
2: and it's nicotine i would You're be gonna, concerned for i would be
0: concerned yeah that's yeah and i mean i yeah you should still probably be concerned <laughs> even if it's not to look cool because there's probably something going on because i know that a lot of people use nicotine uh, like they smoke as like a what is it like you know the the classic ex- examples like a smoke break like try to relieve stress yeah and they're using that to relieve stress it's probably not a great thing either no
2: and that's it's counterintuitive too because nicotine is something that's going to increase your heart rate and like yeah
0: it's a stimulant
2: so it's like makes you feel calmed down
0: yeah because like it it, doesn't like decrease your body temperature or some shit i thought it. i don't remember i don't don't know i don't know enough about drugs i'm again i'm straight edge
2: yeah and i haven't smoked in a long time yeah i don't think i ever really even looked into the bad the bad effects of it i just you know
0: yeah and like
2: it doesn't necessarily mean that she is going to become addicted to vaping for the rest of her life yeah but so i think going to her and being like
3: you need to
0: stop vaping is like i think yeah if you if you go too hard you're pushing them more to doing it yeah uh, but it does suck because like i mean <sighs> i don't think too is like i know that like this is like a shitty argument i'm about to say but like i do know that like Mm-hmm. when you add those like flavors into it like the, it,
2: it's like it's
0: they're they're trying to make it fun and cool for kids yeah it's pretty funny. really, because yeah at the end of the day it's a fucking business right like that's yeah. really that's the real tragedy here is that they're using this addictive chemical to sell you vaping pods yeah and, and you know and then you're gonna drain all your money yeah into, they're so expensive yeah. they're so fucking expensive
2: back when um you could get and we're in Florida so our laws are Florida laws um but fucking back when you could get um what is the CBD oh yeah CBD oil I used to smoke CBD oil because I had like body pains and I was super anxious and like I would get really really fucking nervous and I was going through a really tough time in my life so I was like the drug that I'm going to do cuz is... I mean you get older like it's so fucking hard yeah, and it's like the way that people who don't go to therapy start—you know—they start self-medicating, and that's what I was doing. Was yeah, and like I mean, CBD—it's like, bad. It bad. It's not—it's not a not it's not not good, good thing to do.
0: Good that. because yeah, it's not really solving the problem. <laughs> You're not unpacking yeah. shit. I mean, yeah, like fuck, man. Like I know people who use alcohol to self-medicate. You know? Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, it's fucking. They're that's I, worse <laughs> than weed. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like I feel like it's for me. I think alcohol and nicotine are kind of in that same like very shitty yeah. like can ruin your life ruin your fucking life. Yeah. Weed I don't think can completely ruin your life. No. But you can still become dependent, dependent on, on, weed. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's still shitty. But I feel like weed at least and that, like weed is there and then CBD which doesn't have that addictive property or that THC the thing that actually like will fuck up your mind yeah. you know because like i think cbd's main effects are more of a relaxant Mm because they're both um depressants but i think cbd is just a milder version of thc
2: i mean honestly i think of cbd and thc is pretty much the same thing like if you smoke too much cbd um or if you ingest too much cbd because there are gummies and oils and whatever yeah um it will show up on a drug test that's true they don't tell you that because CBD, most CBD has trace amounts of THC. It's why it's illegal to get now in Florida. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Well. <laughs> when I bought CBD oil, it was like a month or two before it got not Get it? Wow. Yeah. Lame. I know. Now that shit is uh, expired, then can't even fucking smoke that shit anymore. Fucked up.
0: Lame. But yeah. I mean, okay. So uh, I, I I don't know how to help you, listener. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Because like I don't know. Like it, there's only gonna be so much. Like and I know like. <sighs> All those, like, PSAs are trying to do the right thing. They're trying to warn yeah. you. They have good intentions. Uh, they have good intentions, yeah. They are trying to warn you, hey, this is an addictive st- substance. It'll fuck you up.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it will It can lead to pretty significant health issues. Yeah. But in those are going against... Extreme cases. Yeah, in extreme cases, yeah. yeah. But those are also going up against some of the most advertised and addictive products and sometimes you're just gonna fucking lose to yeah. Marblow man. <laughs> you know it sucks. And
2: I think you shouldn't judge drug users. Honestly, yeah, that's it's, my biggest don't, thing.
0: Don't hate, uh, yeah, because like they're they're being marketed to to think that this is like a oh this will solve your problems and this will make you cool and this will relax you.
2: Well, I think not even that. I don't even think drugs need. Like just any drugs. I don't think any drugs need uh advertising anymore to be like, you're cool. This will solve your problems. This will make you feel good or whatever. I don't think they need that anymore. I think just society is so crushing. Yeah. To where the labor market and you it's you can't find a job at entry level. It's going to make you enough money to where you are going to be able to rent out your own apartment because rent is too fucking high and it's all just a game to rich people so yeah you're fucking depressed you have trauma from your childhood you have this and that you have personal problems with the girl you're trying to date or whatever you have uh falling out with friends or something or you live in a shithole or whatever you yeah you're gonna go to drugs Yeah, that makes sense that you go to drugs. I don't think they should be... I don't think people that go and use drugs should be judged for it. No, I agree with that. Um, But the anti-drug ads only work if they make you think that drugs are bad and people that do drugs are victims or just real bad people that love drugs yeah
0: and it's like
2: those are caricatures they're not real people that's the
0: thing that's why they don't usually they're not as effective as they could be
2: yeah so when you go to your friend and say hey i'm worried about you because you're vaping i think that's fine but i think you need to be like you I'm can't here to like, support you i'm here to
0: support you not just be like you're gonna fucking die right. You know, you can't right. go that extreme right yeah so
2: I think definitely go to your friend and be like, "Hey, what's up? Why are you vaping?" Yeah, all just of a be sudden?
0: supportive. Yeah. Yeah,
2: because it, it comes from somewhere. Yeah, like kids aren't born with a nicotine addiction unless maybe they are, because some kids are born with like drug addictions if their parents are on drugs when they have their kid.
0: Maybe shit. Yeah. Damn.
2: Actually, shit. I don't know that. I, I don't. don't I don't know what facts for I you. Know, but I'm so facts. sorry. Yeah
0: why i don't have kids there's probably <laughs> other yeah there's, hopefully there will be someone in the comments to have a better response to yeah this. please in the comments give advice to this kid yeah straight edge though solved it
2: they really should teach kids how to have like a healthy relationship
0: with drugs i mean, yeah but no because we gotta sell product
3: jesse 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 because gotta... <laughs> i don't know god all right okay all right
2: this next story, you good? Yeah. I'm just like, does it stop your brain function? Does it? <laughs> I feel like so many things stop your brain function when you're a kid. Yeah. I feel like, like falling down stairs. <laughs> yeah, I feel like getting to an accident, like anything could stop brain function.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Take everything we just said with a grain of salt. We are not experts, and we are not professionals, like and we're not we therapists. Not, we're not. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, this next story Mm -hmm. comes to us from Sarah? Me? She, they, he. Am I the asshole for a fight with a friend? Carly title. Hey, APWSTR. Hello. This one's probably a little long. I'm sorry. It's okay. I submitted another story a while ago asking if I was the asshole for wanting to cut off contact with my friend. Okay. That friendship ended a couple days ago, and now I worry I'm the asshole, so I thought I'd ask your opinion. Okay. For a little backstory, I'm one-fourth Hispanic. I've always been close to that part of my family and that culture is very important to me. My friend made a comment saying, quote, Latinos hate Spanish people. And I don't think I'm offended easily, but that really bothered me. I told her that it's a huge generalization. Yeah. And she said it isn't because they have a, quote, a long, bloody, war-filled past.
2: I get what she's trying to say, but I don't think it's she said it in the best way. I don't think,
0: yeah, that's. Yeah, I told her all countries have bloody war-filled pasts, and that doesn't mean she didn't make a huge general- generalization of people now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, I agree with that. Yeah. She immediately got offended and started going off saying that, quote, the past of our cultures defines society always. Wars are sacred to many cultures. That sacred. I was, quote, lumping all history together and apparently being really offensive and had, quote, no understanding of history. She needs to learn history first. But Sarah, consider the lobster. Oh my God. <laughs> Shut the that's fuck what, that's up the about vibe. the lobster. That's, that's the vibe I get from this. It got heated. I tried to explain multiple times what I meant, but she wouldn't listen. So I put my phone on, do not disturb and took time to cool off. What a mood. When I opened my phone two hours later, I had messages from my little brother with screenshots of things my friend had posted on her Insta story. She had taken screenshots of my messages out of context saying really unkind things about me, that she was proud of the wars her ancestors fought in, and basically telling me to fuck off because I knew nothing. I was blocked from seeing that story, so if my brother hadn't texted me, I would never would have known. Wow. The fact she didn't say it to my face and pro- posted it publicly instead honestly made me really mad, and any trust I had left in her was immediately lost. Yeah. I messaged her and saying that this was disappointing, incredibly immature, she no longer had my trust and wouldn't be getting it back, and honestly, fuck her. Yeah, fuck her. Yeah. She responded that it was hurtful that I was swearing and, quote, going after her, and that she didn't understand why I couldn't see that what I said was offensive. I was open to not completely hating each other, so I tried to explain myself again. I'm gonna Google this. Yeah, I'm very curious. I'm just
2: gonna Google if people from Spain and people from uh Latin America like the wars hate each other because of a specific war because yeah. i'm trying to think of i think i understand like like an invasion uh spanish invasion of mexico yeah that's what i'm thinking about and i'm like okay i can get how there's
0: like a conflict but i'm trying to figure out like in today's you like, can't just
2: assume that every single Latin American
0: person is like getting hates like Spaniards getting like fucking weapons ready to be like we're gonna fucking go back. I'm and going to I'm fucking fight us, kill the Spains. from Spain. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's wild. I I think. think that's wild, especially considering I think there's a pretty bigger fish to fry, and that fish is named America.
2: <laughs> if we, right. Well, yeah. I mean, and I'm
0: even thinking like, dude, fuck wars. Like, I, I'm not well, proud of any like.
2: I mean, okay, I think you don't even have to go to the America well for this. I feel like it's just like, yeah, there's a conflict, but aren't you saying that every Latin American person is a hive mind and they have to have one opinion have and it's that opinion, Spain is yeah. bad?
0: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe some do. Maybe, but I don't fucking, I, I don't know. I'm a dumb white person. I'm Googling it. All right. She responded that it was hurtful that I was swearing and quote going after her and that she didn't understand why I couldn't see that what I said was offensive. I was open to not completely hating each other, so I tried to explain myself again, but she still wouldn't listen and wanted me to apologize for offending her. It really hit me then, and I started to have an anxiety attack. Luckily, my boyfriend was there and made me take another break, but when I came back, my friend had been begging me to give her another chance, and it was a mistake. I told her apologizing wasn't going to immediately earn my forgiveness, and she basically ended it with a, quote, I'm sorry you feel that way, and blocked me. Anyway, I think you two always have interesting views and I wanted to know your opinion. I hope Thank I'm you. not the asshole. I absolutely love the podcast. Sorry again that it's so long. You're good. I don't think you're the asshole. I feel like that was a very weird escalation on their part. I mean, they made it public and took shit out of context. So yeah, that's just they're a already an asshole. Wild in that reaction. Way. Yeah. So um, I'm reading a Quora
3: question.
2: That's specifically this question what do Latin Americans think about Spaniards in Spain? The opinion on Spain Spaniards vary depending on... Uh, this is from a person that's from Colombia. Here it is, u- it is used to call Spain as the motherland. Um, and I'm not going to say that because my Spanish is terrible. Um The opinion on Spain slash Spaniards vary depending on the factors like who were your ancestors. Some people uh have all or most of his ancestors of Spanish blood. Your education level or some history of Spain is taught in schools, but some people have more access to cultural expressions of Spain and have been able to visit the country and your political leaning leftists in Latin America tend to side with the indigenous claims and causes. So they favor the narrative of Spaniards as slavers and genocidal while mm. some conservatives favor to value Spanish heritage and want closer ties with Spain and the West. In my case, the more I know uh, Spanish culture in history, the more I realize that for many Latin American cities and regions, we cannot understand ourselves without studying Spain. I do believe there is an Ibero-American culture, but of course with local differences and variations, and I think Latin America should continue to strengthen our ties with Spain. After 200 years of independence for most Latin American countries, the anti-Spanish narrative that the leaders of independence movements had to create in order to justify the separation from Spain has to cease and we now can establish a very productive relation based on a more objective narrative so yeah it's fucking complicated because yeah it sounds like
0: a complicated thing
2: historically spaniards invaded indigenous cultures yeah and created through colonization like you know america is not the only place that experienced colon you know yeah harsh know. colonization um uh, but i yeah
0: that, that that that's where okay that's where my confusion then coming in is like mm. i don't know i i don't know the background of the other did they mention it hold on because i want to know if there's more specifics as to why
2: did they just say that they were hispanic or did they say specifically? i think that it was
0: just hispanic and spain okay Spaniards. so yeah okay and in that case i can understand maybe
3: <sighs> that's Wait, weird I if, know so that. if your
2: friend is latino then they might be saying oh i hate all latinos hate hispanic people if you are saying that you're hispanic and you're from spain
0: yeah okay so backstory i'm one fourth hispanic my friend made a comment saying latinos hate spanish people
2: yeah so that's probably what hispanic means from spain yeah so probably they're just saying all latinos hate spanish people which isn't it kind of inflammatory if you were just a person who is born into hispanic culture like that's something that you can't control that shit you know what i mean Mm. i mean like
0: uh, (sighs) i guess yeah it is the uh the all like it's it's just all latinos that's the shitty thing is well that's yeah that's that's basically racism is saying all of x all blank is do do this yeah
2: yeah and i think yeah what that person said is that was an individual uh person a colombian person who does not believe in the anti-Spanish narrative that had to exist to create independence from Spain. Now, I think if we objectively view this is crazy that this podcast went this way. Yeah, <laughs> like a yeah. historical because I've had to do some like some light reading in my Spanish classes about uh the history of different countries in Latin America. Yeah. And their history with Spain. Cause they're I mean, yeah, it's bloody it's awful and it is terrible like the any invasion of any indigenous culture is horrific when you learn about it um and i think yeah it makes sense to be for um an indigenous culture that has been overtaken by spaniards to be anti-spanish mm. so i think what your friend was trying to say was some people are anti-spanish because of the invasions of whatever
0: yeah but
2: it's fucking weird to bring that up and it's fucking weird to react in that it almost feels like they were baiting you kind of yeah that is kind of how it feels if you don't like because if you don't know right you should do what we did and google it right yeah but your friend should have the patience with you to To be like oh yeah here's google yeah it shouldn't just be like you don't know i'm gonna put you on my instagram idiot yeah
0: like And then get mad at you for cursing. (laughs) Right. I don't know.
2: Usually with history, as long as it's not, you know, putting white people first, which I guess you could argue, you know, white people, white Spaniards, putting them first, I guess is the wrong thing to do. Um... I don't, yeah i i don't know i, I think it's just fucking complicated dude. yeah i think it's
0: a complicated thing I yeah. think it's just a
2: complicated scenario that your friend doesn't know that much about or learned one thing about and now
0: is trying is to like white knight about it yeah
2: yeah i don't know i feel uncomfortable talking about it because i don't know the full extent of the history
0: yeah i have no idea either i don't i think i think, I think the other person is an asshole for putting <laughs> shit out publicly and taking things out of context right i think that's the problem i think that's shitty because you're supposed to be friends right yeah you're supposed to be friends and you're supposed to talk to each other
2: yeah i and don't think you said anything particularly racist you just
0: took a break and they were like fuck they this didn't person. respond in three milliseconds i'm gonna go on instagram now and block them from seeing it can you reread what they said back because i'm like if you were like no the fuck that it's not true so okay so i told her that it's a, so like what uh, which who said what back? the op said so, OK, to the Latinos hate Spanish people, I told her that is a huge generalization and she said it isn't because they have a, a long, bloody war filled past. I told her all countries have bloody war filled past. And that doesn't mean she doesn't didn't make a huge generalization of people now. OK. And then she immediately got offended. The past of our cultures defines solid always wars are sacred to many cultures and that the OP was lumping all history together. And apparently being real offensive and had a quote, no understanding of history.
2: Yeah, okay, so they have a problem with generalizations, I think. Yeah. They just seem to kind of jump to conclusions based on what you said. And I think what you were trying to say, which is you're just trying to hold them accountable for their generalization.
0: Yeah, I think that's the problem is the generalization here.
2: But they latched on to all all countries have bloody wars. And As then, if like they thought that you were trying to invalidate their sentence. Yeah, and then... I, so I think it's just a misunderstanding, and then your friend overreacted. Yeah. But yeah, so I wouldn't trust that friend again, because it's weird to react that way uh, to somebody without giving them the benefit of the doubt. Just
0: immediately, like, yeah, be accusatory and shit.
2: Especially if they themselves are going to say something that isn't completely true. Yeah.
0: You know, if they're not and precise not even, with their speech... Yeah, and you're not even trying to... The ...prove or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So... If they're not
2: being precise... But their speech, they can't expect that from you and then turn around and blow you up and try to fucking cancel you. you yeah, know what exactly.
3: I
0: mean?
2: Shit. I don't know. It's possible Fuck, you man. said something wrong and it's possible that they said something wrong. But like most people when, say things
0: wrong sometimes when
2: talking about like incredibly complicated historical uh, or cultural analysis <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. And maybe it's not that complicated. There is definitely somebody listening to this that's like, and it's not complicated. Spaniards invaded and this shit is fucking awful and you should be anti Spaniard. You know? There's definitely somebody who thinks that. I don't know. I have to do more research to come to a. Yeah, I don't know conclusion. enough about
0: this, but I don't think uh, temporary. I don't think
2: expecting teenagers to have a
0: full understanding, yeah, full understanding of shit, yeah.
2: I don't think that's going to work out well.
0: So yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, not not the asshole, but like 10 asterisks of I don't know anything. So I literally have no idea. But uh, yeah, solved it though. Solved it. All right. I got 15% left on my phone. Do you have to pee? And I have 15% on my phone.
2: Do you have to pee though?
0: No, I don't have to pee. Okay.
2: Actually, <laughs> I swear to God. All right. This is from anonymous. They, them. Cool. Am I the asshole at my new job? I am a non-binary early 20s person. Hello, I'm writing to get your opinion. I recently got a job at a store. I don't hate the job completely, but I have come to have some issues. The first issue being my pronouns.
0: You're not the asshole. i oh, are yeah, not the asshole. <laughs> uh,
2: now, when I applied for this job and came in for the interview, I was quote unquote feminine presenting. Most of my nice clothes are feminine as I haven't been able to afford masculine professional clothes yet. I get that. They're expensive. It went very well, and I got hired. As I started orientation, I was filling out forums and had a question. My manager, maybe mid-40s male, helped me, and it was no problem. But he saw where I filled up my pronouns. He said, I couldn't help but notice, uh, you go by they, them? I said, yes, I do. This made me nervous, as I have started going by they, them within the past six months. I have not found my way of being assertive in the pronouns yet. My manager seems to be okay with it, and we moved on. Okay.
0: I'll wait for the shoe to drop. <laughs>
2: yeah, me too. So it's so nerve-wracking. Well, after a month of rush training and people telling me just finish the modules by filling out the answers only, skim through, all oh, you'll learn by doing... Oh, uh, that's red blacks. I have now been thrown into this job, and I am pressured to know everything now.
0: You work at Disney? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Box.
2: Yeah. I told my assistant manager, mid-30s male, my pronouns, and after an awkward pause, I quickly said, I mean, I primarily go... Uh, by they, them, she, her is fine, but I don't, I won't like bite your head off about it, you know. I instantly regretted this, but I felt the awkward oh response.
3: Yeah,
0: it's not okay. Well, that's a weird reaction to somebody yeah. being like,
2: yeah, I'm not gonna like chew you out about it if you say she, her.
0: uh yeah, yeah. Weird. Okay,
2: that's it. Yeah. I feel like that's a fucking that's a fine thing to say. Yeah. In order to help this, I got a they them pin. I put it in my lanyard to help remind people. Shortly after they hired somebody else, mid-twenties male, and did the same rush training, and he has also been having issues doing things correctly as well. He calls me she, her, but I never directly told him my pronouns. I just wear my they, them pin. It's a large pin. Well, cut to when we needed all four employees in at once and it was busy. Everyone is helping customers in cleaning and organizing, overall having a decent day. My manager's wife comes in and brings him his lunch. The assistant manager makes a call and sets aside a product for pickup my manager asks oh what was it the assistant manager says they set aside a product for somebody he or they will come in to get it my manager's wife then chimes in and says it's always a person now it can't be a man or a girl it's a person
3: well, shut the fuck up yeah those damn
0: liberals mouth. making it a person. You don't even fucking
2: work <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, you
0: don't even fucking work here. Jesus, you walked
2: in to do your like, you know, trad wife bullshit. Yeah. I gotta bring my husband his lunch because he can't bring lunch on his own. Yeah. Dog. Oh, shut the fuck <laughs> up, dog. Jesus Christ! I instantly felt uncomfortable. They kind of just laughed and nodded and moved on. Ew. I laughed nervously as I just wanted to not be there anymore. Damn, I'm sorry. I then left the conversation when it came to a neutral end, a natural end, sorry, and went to clean the back room to take a step away. Since the interaction, I've felt very defeated. I feel like I shouldn't bother wearing my pin or correct people, as it seems I will just be referred to as a woman anyway. I don't want to be rude or cause problems, but this is really bothering me. At this point, I feel incredibly invalidated and the problem child. My new coworker only uses she, her, and has repeatedly called me girl and ma'am. I feel as though I can't go to HR because if I do, they will instantly know who complained. There's only a handful of us. Also, because I had to rush through my training, I don't remember exactly where to go to contact HR. That's a right Yeah, down. I think...
0: <laughs> yeah, Jesus.
2: <laughs> to add to the stress, I've messed up the system three times already. My manager seems to be looking for another mess-up for a write-up or to be fired. My coworker mentioned a problem they had and the boss asked if it if I had caused it right off the bat. That's fucked
3: up.
0: Yeah, that's really fucked up. Jesus.
2: I just need this job till I go back to college, but I don't know if I'll be able to handle this for the next two and a half months. As another bonus, I get terrible hours. I'd
0: really appreciate your perspective and advice. Uh, I think you should quit. <laughs> yeah, I'd look for a new job, fam. I'd look for a new job. I, yeah, because at this point, if they're... I do go anywhere else. I would go anywhere else. And I think, I do think... Sounds like a job from hell. Yeah, and like, the only, the, the lesson here is next job, be more assertive about your pronouns and stick up for yourself because those are your pronouns, you should... It's really shitty that they're like. I they get how it's hard though. It is hard, yeah, and I'm sorry. Like, yeah, but like, like I want
2: to validate that feeling because it is
0: excessively hard, especially when you have people who are bigots. actively hostile.
2: Yeah making a hostile work environment for you and that's
0: that's the real reason why you should quit it's not because it's not because you weren't assertive it's because they are continuously they're being assertive and how you did nothing wrong you did literally nothing wrong yeah jesus
2: like yeah no if you weren't trained correctly that still is a manager any manager. yeah that's a manager you start and you start making a bunch of problems they should immediately go start making a bunch of problems sorry you start making a bunch of mistakes that cause problems the manager should go oh we need to update our training that's what the yeah. first thing should be it's not that you are a problem because you are messing up yeah, consistently and then, like
0: yeah the other person that still also isn't getting your pronouns right also got a rush training and her fucking shit up like
2: yeah so they should realize like yeah. oh yeah probably it's you know but they're blaming it on you because you're an easy target yeah because you go by they them um and yeah it's going to make you feel like you can't assert yourself because that's manufactured
3: hmm.
2: you know yeah like i i would totally feel defeated in that scenario too if i was in your shoes because what does that imply the wife coming in and saying oh it's always a this or a that and then her husband fucking laughing with her you know that she Validating has that, that view. yeah so then he goes home talks about oh we got this non-binary person in today oh my my blah. blah, 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 blah disgusting it's disgusting yeah it's awful it's disrespectful it's rude jesus man he should be upset at his wife not only for disrespecting his coworker, but for like making it seem like he's a bigot yeah
0: that would be the correct response not laughing and being like oh it's all fine uh jokes yeah yeah no it's fucked up yeah, that's why you should probably find a better job because, yeah, no one here is going to respect you.
2: It's not going to be good for your mental health. They're not going to train you well. They're just going to fucking dump
0: yeah, shit if on you. if they're looking for reasons to fire you, that's, 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 that's the sign of get the fuck out. Yeah, on in your any own job, terms.
2: if they're looking for reasons to fire you and write
0: you up, then yeah. They're going to find it and they're just going to fire you and yeah.
2: But I fucking feel your pain because when I learned that, I've had so many managers that are like, The next time you do this, I'll write you up. Or the next time this happens, everybody's getting fired. Or the next time this happens, then blah, blah, blah. And it's just to make you anxious so you do better work. You're never actually going to get written up. And if you do, it's like they still want you to work there because they they don't want to pay the money to train somebody else.
0: So, shit, man.
2: It's actually unfucking professional to say that shit. (laughs) Because they need to give you... The tools to do your fucking job. I don't know. That's really irritating.
0: I'm yeah, sorry you're dealing with that. Yeah, I'm sorry, too. But yeah, you're not the asshole. No, no. Damn. Jesus Christ. Solved it, though. Solved it. Put your jobs. Everyone just do it. Everyone do it. Quit your jobs. They're going to be
2: as disrespectful as that. Shit.
0: Yeah. All right. Let me pull up my last story.
2: That happened in my last job, too. I would see like multiple conversations, which is crazy because it's written down it was all through slack so you can find any conversation anyone's ever had yeah and it's recorded so like i don't know why people would you know but people would have their slack emoji next to their name be the they them emoji and people would call them like he him she her and they would have to at the end of the conversation be like oh by the way next time yeah and that always irritated me because i'm like it's in them it's in there. the fucking
0: yeah you could take
2: a couple extra. It just is irritating.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's fucked up.
2: It's basic human respect, bro.
0: Yeah. Bryce. Especially
2: when you're writing it?
0: Oh, yeah, you're writing it. There's plenty of times to fucking get it right.
2: Yeah, it's a totally different
3: thing.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Now you're good. All right, you ready? Yeah. Last story. Last story. This last story comes to us from D. They, them. hmm. Am I the asshole for sleeping with my friend's husband? Carly title, uh, <laughs> trigger warning, self-harm and abuse. Hey, I'm a 30 assigned female at birth person who, over the pandemic, cut off a toxic friend of 31 male and his wife, 31 female, who I hooked up with, hooked him up with. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This one this is a long one, so I'm sorry for that. I want to know if people think I'm wrong for wishing I could ruin his life the way he did mine. I met my toxic friend, Andrew, not real name, in my junior year of high school. He was dating my friend, who he would later marry and divorce, and we became close. I thought of him like an older brother and overlooked a lot of stuff he did that was frankly awful. Mm. He would verbally abuse his first wife until she would fight back and use a different undiagnosed mental illness to justify it. Wow. They would both come to me to be their therapist, and I just wanted my best friends to get along.
3: Mm.
0: Eventually, he came to me saying an unhappy bedroom life was the reason for his outburst and that I could help. He wanted to use me to help him get his fill while saying he would help me be able to please my partner. This was all after nearly seven years of friendship and after his first first wife told me if they did break up, she'd be too broken to know what to do. Mm. He, was, he also was threatening to self-harm. I just wanted to help. He still divorced her to get with our other friend not one year later. Our other friend, his current wife, was coming out of a bad breakup and trouble with her family. I helped him convince her that he loved her and that he had only stayed with our other friend to stay close to her. He told me that she was his soulmate, that he still cared for his ex, but had fallen out of love a long time ago. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I am confused. There's a lot going on, yeah. Yeah. Can I, you start?
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can you start at the beginning? Yeah, I'll start
0: like very beginning. Well, not the very beginning, but like the beginning of that paragraph, maybe? Yeah, okay. So, our other friend, his current wife, was coming out of a bad breakup and trouble with her family. I helped him convince her that he loved her and that he had only stayed with our other friend to stay close to her. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. He told me that she, were, she was his soulmate, that he still cared for his ex but had fallen out of love a long time ago. He said his new wife was the one who could fix him, that without her he would just die. He lied. Okay, okay. Now yeah. I understand. Okay. Not too much. Not two months after the wedding, he came to me again. This was two years after our first, quote, agreement, which I broke off because it felt so violating because I really didn't want to do it in the first place.
2: Right, but you were manipulated because of the self-harm bullshit that yeah. he was saying.
0: Okay, wow, though. holy crap. I told him I wouldn't do it again that I regretted the first time. He said he understood but would bring it up again and again, along with him saying he wanted to hurt himself or others. I tried to tell him to talk to his wife, but he said that, quote, he, had al- he already had permission to get what he needs as long as she doesn't know.
2: That doesn't make any sense. He doesn't make any sense. I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm going to keep...
0: Shut up. After two years of that, I opened up to my, new- my now spouse and my best friend about-, about all of it, how he used me, how he told me about all his violent dreams, how if I didn't talk to him daily or go hang out with him once a week, he would threaten <laughs> self-harm everything. They told me that I needed to cut him out and that I had every right to. This is a good person. That's good. When I did, though, I didn't tell his wife everything out of fear of her judgment for letting him use me in the past. She bugged me not to cut him off because he needs me for his mental health and he will get worse without me and to think of her and their kid. I did it anyway, and I blame myself for her being trapped by him. I wish I could expose him to everyone, tell everyone about his violent, disturbing secrets, but I fear for his wife and kid if I did. Also, I, f- I feel like he would turn it, to, turn it on me, as he has any time I've tried talking about him to other people before. I'm working to move on, but even after two years of no contact, I still want to get him back somehow. Thanks for reading. Baby,
2: that's a lot. That's a lot. That was a
0: um, lot. Uh, yeah, you were abused. Yeah, you were abused, coerced yeah jesus yeah um yeah um
2: if it's affordable get
0: therapy therapy. that's yeah because this is that's a lot to unpack
2: that is a lot to unpack
0: damn do Um, you believe
2: there are people out there like that
0: yeah it's shitty it's really fucking
2: the good thing he doesn't murder people man like
0: uh, yeah, that's like some like fucking. That's some real like high psychopath, sociopath narcissist shit. Yeah, I don't know Something's what it is. Wrong. Something's, Something's wrong. wrong but and I don't know. What. You're not the asshole.
2: No, I don't think so. You
0: were coerced. I, I, yeah, no, that's um. Shit, man! I don't even fucking know. I don't. I don't, I don't know how to respond. Re- we're not th-
2: therapists. I have no not fucking clue. But yeah, I think you need some think, like advanced help.
0: Yeah, you need some advanced help. And because thank God for your spouse, current spouse. To be like, oh yeah, that's fucked up. Cut him off.
2: That guy fucking sucks. I think um Yeah, he caused a lot of trauma for you that now you're having trouble letting go because that he caused a lot of trauma. Yeah. And so and he because of the um I'm gonna hurt myself, you're a bad person, and you know, you're blah blah blah, the all the guilt shit, that's probably what has the staying power in your brain i don't know i'm saying things it's my podcast i don't fucking know um but yeah i've definitely from somebody who has had trauma done to them i'm speaking from my personal experience the guilt is the thing that stays and then you have to go to therapy to be like i have this thing and this is how i think and then the therapist goes why and then you go oh yeah why why and then you think about it and you're like, "Oh cuz this asshole made me feel like a piece of shit when when I was in similar situations." And then your therapist goes, "Yeah, that's not true it now, is it?" And then you go, "No, it's not." <laughs> <laughs> then now you have to but you aren't able to get that uh professional experience if you don't go. Yeah. You know. Jesus. Yeah. It's 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 invaluable, you know. Mm. For as much as we say therapy, I do understand that it's hard to it's hard to get. It's expensive. If you don't have health insurance, it's fucking way too expensive. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to find a good therapist. Yeah, I've had pretty shitty therapists too. What they are like? Yeah, it is all your fault. And then you are like, "This is our first session. <laughs> you're already talking to me like you know me." Um, yeah, yeah, you know, and so. Yeah babe I think I would just I would try to do that because
0: Yeah no it Sounds he, like
2: he did a number
0: Yeah. On oh, many God. many
2: people And um I don't know The only good comeuppance is that He probably doesn't feel very good And if he does then
3: Oh he's, he's a sociopath, he's a sociopath, a
0: sociopath yeah. yeah Jesus Yeah not the asshole though Jesus No I don't think so I wouldn't blame you for yeah, that no, I don't blame you for anything Jesus yeah solved it though we solved it
2: but definitely like a, a therapist will help you realize a way to express yourself without causing harm you know what i mean yeah now i get that like mm. healthy ways of of
0: you know? actually unpacking that yeah
2: i don't think it's bad to have the want to ruin somebody's life or like to have the feeling of anger or hatred I don't no, think that's yeah. a bad thing. I think it's weird to assign morality to feelings or thoughts.
3: Yeah. Um.
2: Uh, but yeah, I think if you go out and you commit an action, yeah, you can probably—that's the thing that you can be judged by.
0: Yeah. Your hmm. actions. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree.
2: Yeah. Anyway, fucking, we already Sold did it. it, but whatever. Yeah. Let's do it again.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the show.
2: That's the show, baby. That Sarah, was a banger to that end. Was on. A,
0: that was a fucking holy shit. So after that banger, Sarah, what do you what do you want to plug? Uh, you can you...
2: follow me on Twitter at soheran T-H-A-T-S-O-H-E-R-O-N. It was a weird podcast.
0: Yeah, it was a very weird podcast.
2: Uh, TikTok at uh, soheran t h a t s o h e e r o n. Instagram same thing. Uh that's it.
0: Um, Joshua Chenland on Twitter, a guy nicknamed JC on Twitch. Mm-hmm. A podcast will save this relationship on all streaming platforms, podcasting platforms, whatever they're called. Yeah. APWSTR on TikTok. YouTube is APWSTR Productions. Mm-hmm. APWSTR on Patreon, Buy Me a Coffee. Mm-hmm. And Instagram, a podcast will save this.
2: Yeah.
0: And that is our show. That's our show, baby. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it this far. Thank we you. We appreciate it. I'll see you in the next one.
2: See you next time. Bye bye
0: okay Okay, all right yeah i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make the outro the one where you're Mm -hmm. talking about how much you like big fat cocks (laughs) okay yeah cool (laughs) you're welcome thanks yeah
2: that is pretty funny though (laughs) my sexuality is that i like big fat cocks and big fat titties yeah that i think that's funny being
0: pansexual is funny to you
2: yes it's really funny honestly fucking
0: bigot the amount of
2: people that have terrible takes that end up being pansexual online hilarious (laughs) i was like people are now making the like ooh, i'm non-binary songs you know that are like so ass that people are like i'm cis now now." (laughs) yeah and uh you don't realize but the pansexuality song has been out for like
0: a while, yeah. Dude. Pansexual, more like banned because they should be banned from <laughs> <laughs> making music. What's it called? It's it's a. Yeah, there's a little thing
2: called LGBTQ. You see. Oh yeah, something, something I know exactly what you're talking about. Pansexuality. Pansexuality is what I want to be, or like something like that. Queen. <laughs> queen slay boots the house down queen (laughs) fucking work
0: banger (laughs) (laughs) all right okay i think that's the outro it's gonna start with you saying you love big fat cocks (laughs) and big fat titties
2: yes true